When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Welcome in. Hope you're doing well out there. That's Derek. That's Barrett. I'm Rob. We're Sports Take, and we do this each and every Monday through Friday, 12 to 3 Eastern. Good to see everybody. I get to see the chat section again. What's up, Tyler, Steve, Wong, Robert? Little Tone. They're back. They're back. Luke B. What up, uh, Chris? There's our girl, Chris. There's Griffin. What's up, guys? We, so, did, we, you know, we couldn't see you yesterday. We're happy to see you again. Wow. Right. You, see this, you see this Robert says it's 6 p.m. where he is. He's in Slovakia? Whoa, man. Wow. That's cool. Really? That's hey, up. Robert, I got to know, man. What are you doing in Slovakia, man? What? I can barely pronounce it, but what the heck are you doing in Slovakia? Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's I cool. love that's it. That's wild. It's one of the coolest things about our show. What's up, Joseph? It's one of the coolest things about our show is we're not just local, national Global, we're global, man. That's a that's a privilege to be uh, global. That's for sure. Oh man, a bad day for D Gun. The chat is back, according to John Dickerson. <laughs> you're coming after you today. Yeah, you're right. John, no, I know it's funny, you, funny, bro. It's personal with you, bro. That's you know right. what? Here's what's funny. This time it's personal. So yesterday, when Rob announces on the show that the chat is down, we can't see your chats, right? So a couple of these dudes, like Mr. Taz and stuff, start talking about. You know what? Since they can't see us. I heard D Gun's barbecue is is average and all this stuff. So I said, okay, I let him go for a few minutes, right? And then I said, yo, this is a test. I still have my phone. He says, oh man, D Gun's back. Everybody split. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cops are coming. Hurry right, up. Right, coming. Right. Five oh, five oh. Mom and dad are home. Hurry up. Uh, uh, I, I want to say you guys are interrupting a great movie I'm watching, you know. So I, I got to, you know. Uh-oh. I got to kick it once in a while. What did, what did this, we interrupt? This is Hercules, the 1983 Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Was Arnold in that too or no? No, just, just no. Lou. Just, just Lou. Lou. Yeah, yeah. But I'm looking at the graphics and all that stuff from 19. 
Bro, they were pretty advanced that day, man. 80s, man. Advanced, Sweet man. 80s graphics. You right. love them. What's up, uh, Soya? What's up, Fitness Rebel? What's up, SP Lou? Robert? Oh, okay. So Robert Gunner used to live yeah. in Levittown. Okay. And he didn't really give any details. He just said, I live here. He didn't really get maybe maybe he's on the down low, man. You don't want to you don't want to give some of the details. And he said little little uh yeah, maybe. Slovakian witness protection. I don't know. I don't want maybe, to dig in. Maybe work, maybe incognito, you know, maybe work FBI, CIA. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I didn't mean to bring your business up, Robert. My bad, hey, man. Don't send anybody to my house, bro. Yeah, you, you're digging you're way too deep. Up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. To spot up, man. Some questions you don't ask, man. Yeah, you just, yeah. you know, hey, it's all good. Um, Fitness Rebel, let me answer your question because I think it was you or somebody else uh, posed a question yesterday when uh, we couldn't see the chats publicly. Oh, Is good Big question. Dom going to be on the show? Good question. So when I saw it yesterday while we were doing the show, because Big Dom – He'd tell you one thing and lie to you the next, you know. So he's been setting me up. And he said, Oh man, that would be I said, man, come on with me and Barrett and Rob. Oh, he goes, Oh man, that would be a blast. I said, I promise we won't put you in uncomfortable position asking you questions that you cannot answer. So he strings me along for a few minutes. He says, You know, you know, uh, the PR guy and Howie, uh, they they won't let me. I said, Hold up. Oh. You just got a position where you have more juice than both of them. Yeah, before you got that, that position, you had more juice than both up both of them. And you going to pull this on me now? He goes, I'll check, which means it ain't going to happen. So I'm going to keep bugging him until okay. he does it. We'll work on it more. It doesn't mean – look, in, in this business, a lot of times you get told no. Yes. And then you got to take this sort of subtle approach to, to keep working it, keep it alive. It doesn't mean it's done. It's still alive. We'll, we'll make it happen. Look at this, uh, SP Lou. You don't want to be knocking on my door, bro. You don't want to know what's on the other side, man. You don't want to knock on this door, bro. I'm just saying. I'm trying to spare you, bro. I'm trying okay. to help you. Robert <laughs> says he's in IT. Uh, okay. And John says he's got a very specific. He's got a very specific set of tools. There's my. Really? There's my terrible Liam Neeson. But there, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, are you one of them? Yeah, Liam Neeson dudes, man. Yeah, every time anybody comes to encounter with you, they die. Is that? Is right, that? Right. Uh, uh, you know. Hey, you know. Hey, hey Robert. Yeah. I'm sorry. Don't cross. Tools. Don't cross Liam Neeson. Don't take any of his people, man. It'll, it'll, it won't end well for you. Uh, Fitness Rebel again. What about having Hugh Douglas back since he's uh, – we are not allowed to have any people on our show who work for WIP. I'm well, sorry. Well, not any. Except, except Rob. <laughs> you know why? Because Rob, Rob the man over the Rob, said, so you know what? I do what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm clean, yeah. calm. That's what I do. Yep. I just walk in beating my chest. Yeah, exactly. Rob, uh, Rob at, w, at WIP, Rob's like training at movie training days. No, <laughs> no. Maybe I'll try that one day. Well, you know, my last day, I'll try. Um, no, we love to have Hugh. We had Hugh on, you know, when he was still in Atlanta. We we love Hugh. It's it's not uh yes. not our choice. We've we've not our choice. Yeah, we've asked. I'm uh, telling everything. Asked. You know why? Because I'm so happy today. Yes. One day closer to 73 degrees tomorrow. It's true. So uh, you said it, and I'm like, is he serious? I look. Yes. No, yes. I, I, I know. I'm gonna. I'm, you're you're exactly right. And I so, paint my truck. I paint my truck when it's it's like 50, 40, I know. 50 degrees. I should have waited till yesterday. I mean tomorrow and paint my truck. It's still turned out okay it? for Can me. You drive it yet, B? Can you take it out yet, yet, or is it not? Well, I mean, no, it's, it's 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 still a that alarm. It's an alarm going off, and I can't find where the alarm <laughs> is at. It only comes on as soon what? as this my show comes on. Why do you hear? Do you hear it? It sounds like no. if it's the same thing as yesterday. It sounded like when you walk into a carnival. There, there's yes. like all kinds of yes. weird noise. Yeah, yeah. But Gunner's right. In this area, it's going to be seventy minimum. Yeah, seventy. No. 
I'm going uh, outside. Can I take off? I'm going to bathe in all of it. No, you know what I'm oh, going to do? I'm going to tell you right now. Guys, I forgot to tell you guys. Here we go. I, on Monday. Here we go. Monday, I got to take off, bros. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. I got my CTE. I, I, I got my CTE visit, man. Are you going to San Diego? Oh, oh I definitely want you to go to that. Yeah. Huh? I definitely want him to go to that. No, I got <laughs> Forget him. No, it's, no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's uh, I gotta go to Baltimore in between Baltimore okay. and DC. That's a little different, Baltimore and San Diego, a little right, bit, yeah. right. So, I mean, I, I'll drive down there, uh, in the morning. So, you're bad, yeah, Gunner. You are, that's bad. what I mean. Does does friends like that, friends like that. Does anybody have to follow you just to be sure you get back? Oh, my God, <laughs> big birds. <laughs> All right, so, so you know, I, I get checked out, I get checked out at least once. That's uh, good you do that, dude. Seriously, no, yeah, seriously, yeah. though, it is good, doobie. The horror stories out there, and, and, I, and I've talked to you guys about it, but ever since uh, it's become so prominent over the last This is Monday, years, though. Monday. I know. Uh, ever since that CTE studies have become so prominent over the last 10 years, I have closely read on the uh, dis- disabilitating uh, after effects of what happens to professional football players in the prime of their career. And when I say well, the prime of their lives, and I'm talking about in 40s and early to mid 50s, man, it, the stories are scary out there um, about what some players go through, uh, violent tendencies, and all of a sudden they black out and come to, and hands are bloody, they punch holes in the walls, and they don't know what they've done, uh, things like that. You know, I joke with you on the surface about certain things, but you, I th- you know me long enough, man. I take that very seriously. Right. And the fact that you get checked as diligently as you do, um, keep doing, keep doing it, man, because. You know, I want to see you live until you well into your 80s, 90s, whatever long you want to live. Have you ever, you know, get out there and scrape barnacles off your boat, whatever you need to do. I'm trying to be serious, man. That's the running, that's, that's, hey guys, that's the running joke on the stream. That's a running joke. What? Every time he says he wants to invite me to something, oh, B. Brooks ain't coming. I say, why, why am I not coming? Because you'll come up with some excuses. You got to go you out do, there yep, that's right. and, 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 and scrape barnacles off you. I, I did that one time. Yeah. And ever since yeah, that no, one time. I ain't one time nothing, man. You got oh, more You on. got more excuses than the president. <laughs> <laughs> From your great state of Delaware. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Your neighbor. Your great state of Delaware. <gasps> oh, my God. So, oh, I'm – you know what? I'll show. Uh, give me two seconds. I want to show you this thing. I, I left okay. it in the kitchen. I'll be you right back. Gritty? Go ahead. Uh, give me one second. <laughs> hey, we got to find a way to get him to do the gritty again. Oh, he looked like cat. He looked like Catwoman. <laughs> his, his his daughter she becomes mortified whenever he does it, man. She, bro, that day we had her dog, and it Dude. was yeah, was man. There, it was it was just us and and uh, and, and Robert. We, oh we, man, we got to dupe him to allow his daughter on the show again. We That's his daughter on the show. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. back. Oh, good oh. try. Good try. Thank God. Thank God she's in school. That's all we can say. Hey, that's all right. She got a laptop where she is. It's true. Uh, believe me, uh, somehow I still get emails and texts from her in the middle of the day. I'm like, are you in school? What's going on here? Here's what I'm, here's what I'm going to do. I'm Teacher talk, was out. Yeah. Okay, I want to sure. talk to Maggie. Maggie. Can we get her number, please, just so we can surprise Daddy on the show? All right, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm down. I'll tell it when she gets home. I'll, I'll, I'll hook you guys up. No, so, no, when she gets home, you know what that means? Easter break in April or something? No, 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 no. You ain't pulling that. No, it ain't happening. <laughs> so last night, it's 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 one it's a it's like one fifteen in the morning, right? And I was having a hard time falling asleep to begin with. So I, I had, I finally just, I know you, Gunner, you're wide awake at that time, but I'm I am. trying. To Always, we'll get a text. Yeah. I'm like, what is he still doing up? Exactly. Man, I went to bed. I went to bed this morning, three forty-five. I was up. Oh my God, before nine. 
I had my alarm clock set for like nine fifteen. I was up before nine. You're like me in college, man. In high yeah. school, I don't know how you do it, dude. Bro. If I sleep, I'm told you, if I sleep eight nine hours a night, I don't know how people do it. If they sleep, if I sleep that long at night, I feel like crap the rest of the day, <laughs> really. And I know the studies say the older you get, you're supposed to sleep more hours to preserve, you know, to, to elongate your life. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll probably be dead before I'm seventy. If that's the case, I'm out. I'm telling y'all right now, just I hear you, Barrett. Rob, speak well of me in my eulogy. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> well, so I'm laying there. And, yeah. and, I, and I hear this, like, high-pitched noise. And, and, and it's like, <laughs> every, and it, it was doing it, like, every intervals of, like, every, every minute. It would do it for, like, 10 seconds and stop and then pick back up every minute. So I'm, like, first of all, I'm half out of it. And I'm walking around, like, at first I looked in the bathroom, I'm like, what, what is that? I thought something, you know, I thought, I thought maybe it was one of the smoke alarms, right. Or, or, or whatever, you know? So I'm like stumbling around and I'm like, where is it coming from, man? I can't figure this out. I go downstairs, you know, and then of course it stops, right. As I got it for a long stretch, I'm like, oh. so I go back up to bed, lay in bed, start falling asleep and it starts up again. Okay. And okay. and hi, Mama Brooks. Uh, good, good to good to see Mama. Good morning, Brooks, Mom. Me. All right. So then, I remember what something that happened about a year ago, and this was this just high pitch, and it wasn't stopping a year ago. Mm. Sound like the kind of sound that like pierces your eardrum when you hear it. You know mm. the old cartoons where your eardrum would like come flying out if somebody yes. hit you. With something? That's what it feels like if you get close enough to it. It's really loud. So this thing. If you guys can see it there's a top to it let me hold it up the, the right way there's a top to it where you have the battery you can see where the battery would go yeah, what right the heck is that? okay so it's attached to my hot water heater uh-huh. okay uh-huh. and it's you know it's battery and the battery obviously is is out it, it you know died but when the battery dies this thing goes off i think it's supposed to, you guys you know how clueless i am with this stuff but i think it's oh. supposed to let you know if there's some kind of water overflow or 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 they're you having problems or it breaks mm. or whatever. But my God, man, it was so loud. So anyway, I finally, I, I get it. I it, It's attached. It's like it, it's Velcroed onto the side. So I get it off. I get the freaking lid off and it's right through my ears. I get the battery out. Finally, I get all, I get it all taken care of. Um, and then I can't fall back asleep. Like I lay there. I, I was up there till like three last night. Just kind of, cause I, I what? Was, yeah. Cause I was like wired after I, I, couldn't fall back asleep after I got how long this was thing. this thing buzzing dude i would say like uh half 20 20 minutes half hour of course my the beauty is my wife and daughter could sleep through a bomb like they don't hear anything <laughs> this morning i'm like did you hear that she's like hear what i'm like yeah the hey man how to beat that thing with a 36 I'm, sound you, slow. I'm not putting it back i'm not putting it back i'm done i'm done with it no you gotta put it back you just got you yeah, probably dude. need the batteries yeah. It does. I, and you know how I found it the last time I called my buddy who's a, who, my plumber who installed it. He's like, dude, I think, cause I thought my water heater was going. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, I think it's just that little attachment thing on the side. Just get it off and get the battery out. You should yeah. change the battery out. You should be fine. And thank God I remembered that's what it was, but my God, this and you thing, said on a hot water heater. It's attached just, to the hot water heater. Just call I, me, Rob. Just call me. I, I know. I wasn't, I, dude. If it wasn't, if it wasn't one a.m., I would have hit you up. Trust me. Well, you know it, it doesn't stop D Gun. D Gun text. He'll text no, me at one, yes, two in the morning. Yes. You, you know what I'm I do here. with my plumber? I FaceTime, I FaceTime my plumber, 
and show them things. <laughs> I do that like, too. All right, this I'll is what you need. You do this. Yeah, I tell my you, plumber, crazy. my electrician. Yep. I, do, I do it all the time. You know, they'll know. tell me it's to a point now. D Gun, just just Facetime me. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I I get no problem. You know what? Until you said that, Rob, I had no idea there was actually a mechanism on a hot water heater that does that. Because Check it out. And, I've and never I, had that happen. Derek, I initially thought it was like welded on. It was a piece of the hot water heater, right? And yeah. he's like, no, no, no. It's just Velcroed on there. Get it off and, you know, you'll be fine or whatever. And it worked. So that's all it was. It was it's not a it, no big deal. Um, so it was all good. But anyway, so I, I thought. Wow. Yeah, just t- take a look at yours and see if you have one. And maybe people yeah. in the chat section know what I'm talking about. But it's it almost looks like a like an old school like walkie-talkie or, or an old school, you know, how, like yeah. how old is your heater? Uh it's relatively new. It's it's Same like here. a 2017. I don't know if that's considered new or not. Yeah, I had a new one installed like five, six years ago. Yeah. So yeah. I had no, you know, and, and usually my guys, I have, you know, my guys will tell me in detail, okay, Degon, if this happens. You know, most times you you hire people you don't know. They come in, they install it. Okay, it's ready. They don't tell you any little the intricacies. But my guys will always tell me, hey, look, this is this, this. And my guy who is really meticulous, uh, owns his own business, uh, plumbing, he never told me. I never knew that thing existed. To be honest, I've never had to go off. But Yeah. Bro. Hey, oh, let me give – we got a little update here, guys. Okay. Oh, go ahead, B. Did you have something? Yeah, I was going to say, I I, I installed a a tankless – well – my plumber styled a, a, a tankless water heater. Yes. Okay. Probably six years ago. No, seven years ago, and it went bad um, a year and a half ago. Mm. But I wanted a bigger unit, okay. so I bought a bigger unit. But this time, I installed it myself. Oh. And it 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 I I, I was able to do it. So it's been working fine, but I do have to call them out to come out. You got to, you know, with those tankless water heaters, you know, you it's instant hot water. You have hot water, yep. as much hot water as you want yep. throughout the house. You know what I'm saying? Cause I used to, I didn't took a cold minute showers uh, back in the day when I had the, the tanks, you know, and my girls, my girls ain't oh, like, yeah. this big in my oh, house. They would use it up. Yeah. You don't have enough body to wash to use up all the hot water. <laughs> Why yeah. are you using all the hot water up? You know what I'm saying? So uh, I got the tank list and it's cool, but I do have to call them out because they have to service it. And you have to like run this this stuff through it and it uh takes all the scaling off of it and all oh, that yeah. stuff. You know? So I gotta do that. But okay. Oh duck duck no. So uh, the new ones, they put a pan under it and, and put a sensor in there to alarm if the water is in the pan. That's exactly what it is, Duck. That's exactly really? what it is. So yeah. where was it? Underneath or on the side? So the pan is underneath. No, no, I mean the mechanism. It's 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 attached, it's it's velcro to the side of it. Yeah. But it's low. It's Velcro to the side low, and if the water starts to, to, to build up, it, this thing you know notifies you. Duck's right. That's exactly mm. what it is. Uh, let me give you a little bit of update here on the coaching search for the Eagles because this is some news here. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. The Eagles and Jim Leonard uh, mutually decided not to move forward with his Ooh. D.C. Le- uh, candidacy, in other words, defensive coordinator, per league sources. Ooh. Leonard had planned to undergo hip yeah. surgery and sit out this year. But when the Eagles job opened, both sides had mutual interest in discussing the positions, which they did last week. Ultimately, he decided the timing for him personally wasn't right. So, yeah, get it. But guy's probably not feeling well. And he okay, no, no, okay. bro. Or they didn't want him. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not going to turn down a job from the league. You know. Yeah. You're not going to turn down a job, especially with a team. There's going to be competing the way the Eagles should compete next year. Right. You're not turning that down. It well, was, he just you, either way, he's out. Uh, right. You know, right. Okay. Way. 
I thought he would have been a good hire for this for this defense. That yeah. man is very intelligent when it comes yeah, to defensive yeah. scheme. But the the chat since we've been talking has been blowing up about you guys. Did you see Seth what he said on Dan Silio's show yesterday about that how he, that he Eagles, would accept? Yeah, he yeah. would accept a coaching job with him. Yeah, yeah, as a DC or a linebacker coach, but only for the Eagles. And you know, Barrett and I have talked about this extensively. I honestly believe there's no way the Eagles would hire him. I think I think the front office is afraid that he would be. Too vocal, too, vocal. too hard on the players. That's a nice way to put it. Too vocal, right? Right. Well, you know, you got to understand how Seth lives his life. It's either go hard or go home. He's either on or he's off. He's not one of those guys that like to tip his foot, put his you know tip his big toe yeah. in the in 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 the in the, sh- in the you know short end you know of the, of the pool. You know, yeah. he, he's, if 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 he's gonna do, he's gonna go out. He's gonna get his total body in the deep end. He's not gonna play around in the kiddie pool. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the way it should be. Yep. But if you want somebody to give you some results, proven results, he'll stake his life on the results. Yes, he will. If you want that passion, you go get a Seth Joiner. Will it necessarily work with these new kids? He'll make yeah. it work. Yeah. But I don't think that I think they like the culture that they have there, and they don't want that type of entity in their in their locker room but i mean i'm telling you seth would be a damn good coordinator he would he would have a no-nonsense type of and even if he was a linebacker coach he would make sure his position is the best position on the team yep that's the way he, he takes so much pride in it yeah so he would he would he would have them guys there early if it took them getting there early late if it took them being there late if it took them doing a little extra studying he would have them guys doing it these new age kids, I don't know if they'll be able to 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 handle that type of mentoring, coaching, um, class and session all the time. You know. What well, I, it, I think it would drive him nuts because of the limitations you have on coaching now. You can only have them on the field for so much. You can't you can't just have them like in Andy Reid's era. You can keep them out there for twelve hours. You know you can't do that anymore. They have a strict timeline time yeah, frame. Yeah, yeah. Well, see out. See, like Robert, Robert saying, you know, what's wrong? There's nothing wrong with it. If you want exactly. to have the best position, you he he would make sure his linebackers would be the best position, or he would, you know, he would uh he 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 die trying. Put it like that. But it just don't. I don't think the NFL has room for guys like that anymore. Expired. That's it. <clears throat> Tell me all the show me all the outspoken coordinators and linebacker coaches in the game. Or, or well. Hey, so Where are see, they? Mark Wink Martindale, Belichick. I mean, but you have to have a certain pedigree. Yeah, there's Belichick's not many old school different. left. Yeah, but, but guys, old school guys like Wink Martindale, they can do that. They, but see, but these these guys nowadays, it's different. See, the Eagles organization, if you look at what they've hired, including Doug Peterson's coaching staff, they like to have be able to come down and, and give suggestions. Yep. <laughs> can you imagine? Hold on. You imagine, imagine this. this. Think about Darryl, that, B. Think this about is it. part of the problem. This think is about this, B. Think you. about think about what I just said. But with this, this is one of the reasons why I don't think Deuce is here anymore. Thank you. Right, right, right. right. But Thank look, you. you're you're absolutely right with that. And 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 to put things in perspective, I can see Howie coming downstairs and going into the 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 the, the locker. I mean, not the locker room, but going into the meeting room, and everybody else is gone. Out the building, been going for about an hour and a half, and he comes downstairs and looks and see the lights on in the linebacker room and see all his all his linebackers in there like this. Help us, help us, help us. And 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 and, and Seth like, what you want, Howie? What you want? Yeah. Did you see the way we played? Yeah. Get on about it. 
let me let me put it in his proper perspective. You saw what happened when a guy named Chip Kelly was running the show, yeah, right? Right. He got my man jettisoned down the hallway. Okay. That ain't happening. Ain't gonna happen again. They no. gonna have you ain't gonna have that kind of. No. And, and look, here's the thing too. And I look, I love Seth, um, but you, as much as it may fly against your personality, you gotta. You can't really be that guy now, no. unless, unless you're a head part, no. coach who's no. really had great accomplishment. You got to sort of just lay the low. Stream, the string you make, you make great points. If you put Seth at the defensive coordinator position, you you would have a really, really, really good defense. Yeah, really. It's, good it's not a knock on Seth, but it's just a reality. No, of the game. no, yeah, no. Seth would be a great teacher. Yeah, but but the, let's let's look at what's that prime example. Robbie Anderson, he shuts down in Carolina. He shuts down to the point they kicked him off the field during the game and then traded him. Yep. Because he couldn't take getting yelled at. Yep. Right. Think about how many young players can't take getting yelled. What? You can't. If, if there's one sport where one of the prerequisites is you're going to get yelled at, it's football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of these kids can't handle that. You got to keep. Well, it's okay. You fumbled six times in a game last week, buddy. Just keep trying. Hang no. in there. You'll get no, it right it, before it's the season's different. over. It is. It's and I don't think that I think Seth's. Knowledge, passion would be a home run. Absolutely. I don't think he can he can scale himself back to be sort of, hey, go get him next time, buddy. Like, I just I don't said it on and that. off. It's either yeah. on off. And yeah. and the, the amount of information, the, the the techniques, the know-how to play the game would be impeccable. He would have those guys at a point where they'd be reading stuff instantly, getting to the ball, doing all this stuff the right way. But it would take his coaching style to get it across, and 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 they would get lost in the translation between him yelling and him, you know, on the field and telling them this and telling them that and sitting them down because he doesn't care about money either. If you make you can make the most money in that in that in that meeting room, he doesn't care. If a younger guy's playing is playing better than him, he would right. play that younger guy, which yep. would piss off the guys upstairs. But Seth is the type that his his knowledge of the game is unbelievable. Like I love to sit down when I was when we were working together on. Um, Pre and post game show, I love sitting down. Me and him will go back and forth as far as debates. I'm gonna right. talk about him talking about defensive side of the ball, how they would counter and stuff like that. And we go through and watch the game, and he'd be like, "See, Barrett, I told you they're trying to do this." I say, "Yeah, but they're trying to do that." Say, You're absolutely right, but this is why they did this. We go because we, you know, we see the same right. game, but we see it in different eyes, and because of that, I picked up so much knowledge from from a defensive standpoint. Same here between cover two, um, two man. Uh, Tampa too. I mean, the difference in all that stuff, and he knows the difference in all stuff. But his message would get lost because those kids are too sensitive to really take what he's saying. They would take it too personal. You know what I'm saying? They'd be they'd be on social media. Hey, uh, this coach here is nuts. You know what I'm saying? Well, you would get you would get reports. Uh, uh, Joiner too too difficult on the players or you know, right, whatever. right, right, yeah. right. I, I just he, I don't he would it. be a great coaching tool. He'd be a great. Um, uh, he'd be a great guy to to open up the streams of communication between the younger players and and him. The communication would be open at first, and it would stay open on his end. He would keep that door open, but the same thing make you laugh, make you cry. They would shut down because they wouldn't be able to take and handle the truth. Yeah, a lot of these players need to be coddled. You know what I'm saying? So hey, that's a good job, Johnny. Keep working hard, and you'll get it. And he'd be like, hey, Johnny. You either get your ass over there and make the damn play. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Or you could be sitting here next to me. 
Well, see, Dan Cilio just texted me. He said, he said, you know what? If if the if the Broncos hired um Rex Ryan, they're hiring an old school guy, right? And Rex is gonna go in there and he's gonna use that old school approach. Um, but maybe they have an ownership that will give you free reign to go in there and do what you have to do to make this thing right. I don't know if that Eagles front office wants that. You they keep talking about culture, not just player culture, but coaches. Look at the type of coaches they've had. How many of them? I hate to say this because it's it's not fair in some ways, but all of the coaches they've hired for the most part comply with company guidelines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm not going to use the word yes, man, because that's that's not fair. But yeah. they, they they comply. They 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 engage with ownership. Howie is on the field all the time. Jeffrey's down on the field. They talk to the coaches. They make suggestions, little subtle hints, little things like that. You know, some coaching staff don't want that. Hey, man, you pay us to coach. You need to stay over here. Yeah. And, and let us do what we do. That's not the culture here. Right. Oh, look, look, look. Uh, and whether Hunt. you like it or not, it, they've had a lot of success that way. Right, right. Seth. Well, look at, you know, Coach. Look, Coach said, uh, you know, remember when Seth took all of that heat when he was coaching high school, mm-hmm. you know, came up from yelling at kids. Mm-hmm. Didn't go over well. Well, these are grown men, and it wouldn't go over well. No. Yeah, yeah uh, grown men making seven figures. Right, right. And and at the end of the day, I, I Seth is my dude. I love Seth. Me and Seth – we go way back, you know what I'm saying? We played against each other. Seth, you know, we 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 worked with each other. He is the consummate pro. But the game, I think, has passed me and him by in, in, in trying to relate to the way players are these days. I think it's passed us by because that's why you see a lot of coaches. Like, look what went on at Villanova. You know, one of the greatest coaches ever had to lead a game because of the new situation in basketball. You know what I'm saying? Um it, it just didn't it just didn't fit to his coaching style. He was used to having guys stay there three years. Yeah, Jay Wright. Yep. You know, Jay Wright, three years. You know what I'm saying? Three years minimum. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have a lot of the one and dones. Yeah. He would have guys there three years minimum. And, and that coaching style and then and players want to be in that coaching style is is gone. You know, the the what is it, name likeness, all that stuff there? Name, all, image, and likeness, yeah. The NIL stuff is is, is taking this to another level. Another yep. level. Yeah. I couldn't even get I couldn't even get Raymond noodles. I would have hamburger helper with no hamburger. You know what I'm saying? And these kids now getting a million dollars off the jump. You know what I'm saying? Off the rip. You know, I mean, yeah. isn't it isn't it uh what's his name? Uh uh the Manning kid that's going to Texas. Yeah. I haven't heard like three point eight million dollars or something. Oh, is that yeah. right? Yeah, oh yeah. He has an NIDL deal worth three point eight million dollars. Yeah, there's there basically it, it it has nothing to do anymore in recruiting with, oh, I love the school, or I like this system, or I like this coach. How much are you offering me? Right. All right. right. All right. Well, you know, you're a Florida State's offering me this, or guess what? I'm going to Miami, or you know, whatever. I mean, this I is this is kind of where we're at now. It's right. just a different. Like I know people are throwing like uh, Vrabel. Yeah, there's a couple hard nosed guys out there. There's a few of them. I'm not saying and even he's right learned. Now. Even he's learned. I mean, he scaled it way back. Well, there's the nobody Brown like stuff. Buddy Ryan used. Right. Even Rex would have would have you know, blabbermouth he is. There, there are very few like Buddy anymore, if any. It's just different. It doesn't mean it's better. And I'm not saying like this is the way I, I prefer it. I liked it better when, when coaches had more hand and things, but they just don't anymore. It's the way it is. I mean, it, coach would tell me jump. I wouldn't even say how high. I just started jumping, you know what I'm saying, knowing that, you know, what he wanted. Yep. And I was always under, you know, the the – the coaching premise that when a coach stop yelling at you, 
that's when that's, you got nervous. Exactly. That's any. That's in any case. If you start yeah. getting ignored, that means they don't care. If they're right. on you, <laughs> yeah. Like I always say, like, like obvious. I'm coaching. I coach kids basketball, but I say, listen, I'm not having this conversation with you. You know, if I didn't care, if I if I don't think there's something there, notice there may be another kid I'm not addressing this with. You know why? Because he he either is, isn't getting it or ain't going to get it. So you better start getting it real soon. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's let's jump off and let's hold on. This is hold on, man. This Mister Rudy Rudy Poo. Y'all act like wait. Y'all act like Seth is about to go Bill Parcells and Tom Coughlin. No, you're missing total point of what we're saying. Um, you know, and I, and I don't think we need to repeat ourselves in that regard. Uh, we're not saying that. We're just saying, um, how long could Seth handle being in that culture? That's all we're saying. You know, he, his wealth of knowledge is impeccable. And like Barry said, I, I, were, I got the chance to sit next to him and in green rooms with him um, for an entire season this past season. I've been covering this game over 40 years, and I still learn something uh, from this man. Just listen to him talk about defensive concepts and positioning and gap control. You know, you know, even when you think, even when you think you know a lot. That's why I always say, you know what? If you know, if you know everything, you know what? You never, you, you, you've stagnated your, your ability to learn. You never stop learning anything in life. You always learn. No, what we're saying is each team wants a certain culture, okay? And if you look at the coaches, and that's not a knock against what they have because they have been successful with their approach to this to a certain degree. It didn't go well after a few years with Doug, okay? But if you have a culture where you like to have the ability to come down and make suggestions, you know what? Some organizations like that, Jerry Jones does and says what he's going to do is his toy. You know, other teams, they like to stay off the show. How often do you hear about Robert Kraft, you know, doing this and doing that? He lets his coaches do what they do. It's worked well for him. You know, every team is different. We're not not saying Seth can't do the job. I believe Seth can do the job. I believe Seth can get whoever they put on that field next season to play at a high level. But his approach might rub a few players wrong and, you know, might make – few people nervous that's all that's all we're saying all right uh let's get a timeout let's come back and we will dive into Jalen Hurts contract and what you would offer him what uh in comparison to what some of the other guys are making we'll get into that when we come back don't go anywhere Derek Dunn Barrett Brooks Rob Ellis Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network I want to tell you about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group yes uh knowing who to trust with your finances can be critical and I tell you personal experience took a while to find the right person. I finally did. And Jim is that right person, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, you might have a small business. You're looking at some, some help to get set up with new employee benefits. That's another resource that Jim can help you with. I know I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k roller with Jim, and I couldn't be any happier. You will be as well. Give him a call. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. Or you can email him, Murray dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com.
Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech, we offer three major services. The first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. My name is uh, Fran Salerno. I'm a managing director here at DelVal Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget. Yes, we are. Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis hanging out with you. We'll get into the uh, a little bit more of the coordinators things. Let's update people. Uh, so Jim Leonard's out. They are. This will be the second day, second consecutive day of interviews or interviewing uh, Vance Joseph. It's being done via Zoom. It was a four and a half hour session yesterday. He will interview again today with the birds, according to uh, multiple reports, they've interviewed Chris Shula who uh, coached with Sirianni with the chargers, 2015 and 16 seasons, Jesse Minter, who was the uh, defensive coordinator with Michigan. Uh, if that name sounds familiar, his father, Rick <clears throat> was the Eagles linebacker coach with chip Kelly, 2013 through 15. So it is a familiar name. He's coached both in the pros and at the college level. So that's a, uh, kind of where things are. Uh, Gunner, you posed an interesting question to us uh, prior to the show today in our show meeting. And basically w- the gist of it was, would you give Jalen Hurts a Patrick Mahomes deal, a 10-year, $505 million? Would you do that? And look, my answer is yes, I would. Here's why I would do it. I think he's that good and I think he's getting better. I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes. There's one Patrick Mahomes in this world, but in terms of the upper echelon quarterbacks, with the prices continuing to climb, I think he's that good. I think he's going to get that much better. I think he's a leader who's not going to flake and just, just hey, I already got paid. I think he is that guy. The only thing I would worry about is injury, but then again, I could apply it to any player. So, yeah, I would do it. And that Mahomes deal was a great deal for Kansas City. I, it, even if you look at the back end of it, the, the years, some of the years aren't even guaranteed. 
I think it's pretty reasonable. So I would, uh, I, I'll answer first. I absolutely would do it. Especially when you look at how the deal is looking now, you know, at this point he's making 45 mil a year. Now that's cheap compared to, you know, a, you know, a rod is making, you know, Aaron Rodgers is making 50, 52 million dollars a year. You know what I mean? So, it looks at first it looked like wow you know that's a lot of money but if you look at it now the way that contract is is is, is divvied up over the next couple of years it's a it's a team friendly deal will they do that type of deal here i don't think they necessarily want the years that amount of years especially the type of quarterback that jalen hurts is yes jalen hurts takes care of himself but there's still you know he he missed two games this year and i think they're going to want less Less years, but in order to get less years, he's got they've got to guarantee more money. Mm-hmm. What's going to be the guaranteed money? Number one, what's going to be the number of years? Number two, it's really what they're talking about at this at this very moment. Derek, you know, when you work with somebody and get to know somebody on a personal basis long enough, you start thinking like each other. And unfortunately, I have to agree with Brooks. <laughs> he was he said exactly what I'm thinking. I wouldn't give a 10-year contract, um, a solid four or five-year contract, yes. But 10 years, his style of play is exactly what I'm thinking. Because of his style of play, as phenomenal as Jalen is now, if he keeps playing that style of play, how available will he be on a big contract two, three, four years from now? We've seen this with too many quarterbacks. It cost Robert Griffin his career. Lamar Jackson missed how many games this past season? This right. dude was like who? Past two seasons. Okay, so he was like Houdini. 2019, the dude won the league MVP. Not just he only threw for over 3,100 something yards, but because he ran for over 1,200 yards as well. Never seen before. Never done before. His second year in the league. What has he done since? What has he been since? Okay, his style of play, as great as it is, and I love to watch it, he's always more susceptible to being injured. Yeah. And it's exactly what Barrett said. Okay, this young man in his second year as a starter missed two games. Next year, how many could he miss? And I'm not saying he will. He may get through the whole season. But he puts his body on the line because that's his style of play more so than the uh, Patrick Mahomes runs to extend plays. You're never going to see Patrick Mahomes – run for close to a thousand yards. Okay. Nope. Okay. You look at some of the other quarterbacks, they're either pocket passers and even Russell Wilson in his heyday, Russell Wilson did all that scrambling and pirouetting to buy time until somebody freed open. And all of a sudden we, we were sitting there going, wow, he extended to play 10 seconds and picked up 30 yards on a pass play because defenses don't know where he's going. Okay. Jalen Hurts is a different kind of quarterback. Jalen Hurts is a phenomenal athlete. But these dudes are looking to take shots at quarterbacks nowadays every chance they get because of the way the game has been transitioned to protect the the signature player on a team, which is your quarterback. You think defensive players aren't pissed off about how – they basically say, you know, the defenses are being disrespected. It can get harder for us to play our style of game. But you know what? We're going to find a way. So every chance they get to get a, a good shot on the quarterback, prime example, look at that game against the 49ers, that one series, Jalen ran the ball like three times on one series, and I'm sitting there going, what are they doing? He gets tackled, turned his back, took a blow to the back, got up slow. That's coming more often. 
that's, that's going to come more often. The older you get, what does it bear? The longer it takes you to heal. Yep. And, uh, and, and remember, you know, Seth, you know, everybody's talking about Seth. Seth's, the, their favorite mantra that Buddy used to, you know, and Bud Carson used to tell him is, hey, we want to see how well, how good your backup quarterback is. That's what mm-hmm. that's that's their that's their thing. We want to know how good your backup quarterback is. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going <laughs> to take out your first string. We want to see how good your backup. Right. Is. There's some things you can't avoid, but there's others that you can. Right. So whom, whoever takes over as the offensive coordinator, you don't need to dial up so many RPOs. You don't need to dial up so many designed, if there are designed runs. Yep. You could, you could scale this thing back. I'm not saying you take away one of the great weapons that he has, but there's ways to be smarter about it. You know, I thought they were overrunning him in that Chicago game when he got hurt. So you don't need, he doesn't need 17 rushes. You want no. to get him down to seven no. rushes per game, something like that. It, it, he's de- developed enough as a passer where he can be unbelievably successful throwing it, you know, 20 times and whatever. It depends on the game, but 20 some odd times and running it seven times. You could, you could hundred percent do that. No question about it. You know, yeah, I want, I want my quarterback upright and breathing more times than not. Yeah. You know? So the coaches can help him there. It doesn't just have to be, it's not just, there is always going to be a risk with a guy who, who has the ball in his hands as much. Absolutely. As but there's ways to mitigate that risk. And make it a lot less. Uh, and I hate to say this because you don't want to diminish players, period. But if there's one player you want on that field, come hell or high water, it's your franchise quarterback. I don't right? know. I don't know. If there's one player, and you you look at you look at these dudes that run the ball, these quarterbacks, 13, 15, 17 times, as as much as we're electrified by it and and spellbound by it, there's a price to pay with it, you know. Um and you're right. It's football. You you get injured standing in the pocket. Dudes, I mean, they look at Patrick Mahomes. Got his ankle rolled up on. He was in the pocket. You know, things happen. It's true. But the bottom line is, if I'm paying a quarterback the most money, I want to get the return of my, my value for 17 games, not 13 games, not 12 games, not 14 games. You know? Um, oh, you're right, man. I, it's, it's, it's tough, man. Um you look at you look at Jalen, and what makes Jalen a very very good quarterback for this team is because how dominant his offensive line is. Number one, but number two, his ability to 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 you know cross both you know both styles of play. Yeah, if you ask him to drop back forty times a game, he could do that. If you ask him to run twenty times a game, he can do that. And that's what makes him the new upcoming quarterback. That that style of play is 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 what the NFL is starting to transition to. Mm-hmm. You know, the the days of yep. guys just dropping back passing are are you know they're, they're not as prevalent these days. But you have athletes back there that can do both now, and that's he's become what you want in a quarterback. So I mean, I, I can see him going forward. But right now, we're talking about this because. It's time for him to get paid. Yes, sir. And, and, and I and I think that he should be paid like a top five quarterback because he is a top five quarter top five quarterback. Yeah. On the field, it's hard not to see how good he is. You know what I'm saying? No, I agree. I what's the matter, Your boy T for Tudor, man. You gotta put you gotta put a clamps on him, man. Barrett. You gotta put the clamps on T for Tudor. <laughs> Come on, man. You gotta clamp down on Tudor, man. 
<laughs> he off, he's off. He's out his mind, dude. Oh, hey, I, well, we just we just locked in a fishing trip, man. Like, there you go. We're, Did you? Um, yeah, yeah I wouldn't invite the um, the gun. <laughs> see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about right there. I, I, I mean, I just invited you. I invited. He told me to invite the both of you to Atlantic City boat show. You that ain't Schooner trip, Island. School, I'm saying. I'm just saying. Let me. Let me get. I'll get to it. Schooler, Schooner Island Marina, our marina. Um, they have a booth up there. Go up there, check it out. They sell pontoons. They sell all the newer boats. You know, like like they that boats up there. They they tend to be you know hardcore fishing boats. They got those up there. Like you know anywhere from twenty eight to twenty three foot. They specialize in the pontoon boats. They the performance pontoon boats. They sell those there. I mean, it's, it's 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 a great great place to go up there and just check out all the boats. You know, I was I went up there and I saw the new diesel. They got a new diesel up there that's like you know seven hundred horsepower, five or six hundred horsepower. Man, I mean, you can see everything while you're up there. But he 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 sent out an invitation for both of you. Mm-hmm. He would give you both tickets to go to the boat show. I appreciate. How nice it. I, I'm working both days, but thank you. I thank all you. Right. No, I'm just saying. Thanks. I do appreciate. I, I would check. I think that's cool. I, yep. I, I would. I would check it out. I appreciate you know, that. I, when I was coming up as a kid, they would always have the boat show come to my hometown, Milwaukee. It was. It would be packed, <laughs> and they had this this man made stream, and you could trout fish in it. Oh, get out! Yeah, and every wow. and, and dudes would be like elbow to elbow. That's they cool. Provide, they provide all the rods and reels and stuff, and every trout that you catch, it, it was they would charge you like a couple of bucks per fish. But dude, it was just a great time to go down with my dad and walk around, see all the new rods and reels, and boats and all that stuff, man. And um, you know, I know a lot of boat shows. Harrisburg, I think, has a boat show, big boat show every year uh, for hunting and fishing. Uh, I don't know if anybody does the trout streams anymore, but it is a good t- if you're an outdoorsman. You know, boats, kayaks, rods, reels, hunting gear. It's a great time just to take, you know, spend a day with your kids and stuff like that, get them acclimated and excited about being, you know, more involved in the outdoors and appreciating the outdoors, um, stuff like that. You know, I, I would imagine this one, Barrett, is geared towards more ocean stuff. Yes, this is okay. a lot of a lot yeah. of ocean stuff okay. because it's in Atlantic City when they do the yeah. um, the 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 Philadelphia when the Philadelphia boat show comes. It's a little bit of both, you know what I'm saying? Because there's right. a lot of stream, you know, lakes, ponds, yeah, yeah, lakes, ponds, and stuff like that. So, um, but they trying to personalize, like you go down south when you when they have it in, in, in down in, um, you know, Florida. Yeah. It's more, you know, ocean, ocean stuff. And yep. stuff. Yeah, but you know, I mean, it's 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 a great boat show. You go, don't go up there unless, you know, you 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 want to get stuck by the. It's like it's like you catch a bug when you're up there, when you're around those boats, man, is it, you, you can't help, but get into that type of mindset and you become a fisherman, bro. That's all awesome. we got to get back. We got to get Rob in the fishing, man. I'm going to, I'm going to do gotta, it. When we, we, we yeah. When we, everything calms down, we'll, we'll, I'll be, I'll right, be right, 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 right. Once we'll, you get some nice weather, we'll do it. We'll make it happen for sure. I, I'm going to take it a day. I'll take it a day. I think yeah. you would have fun. I think you would have fun just just us hanging out, man. That's what I yeah. would enjoy with the Captain most. Tuna. Yes. Yep. And then yes. come back on show on a Monday and embellish everything that we did. <laughs> oh, that 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 two foot fish would turn up being ten foot long. Yes. And, yeah, that's part of the fun. I mean? Rob flipped over the rail. A wave hit the boat. Rob <laughs> flipped over. We caught him by a shoestring. It was like a jaw scenario. Yeah. yeah. I love it, man. The, love the only it. thing is, I don't, I don't know if you go on boats a lot, Rob. The only thing is, man, if you get seasick. And by That's, the grace of God, I have yeah. never been seasick in my life. As a matter of fact, until we did that trip last summer with Barrett for his birthday, 
I had never taken a drama me, you know, before. Yeah. But I don't know why I did. I didn't get sick, but I took it. My my son-in-law talked me into doing it. Buying yeah. us a drama me. It was good because nobody else, like everybody in my family, it yeah. was like it was like a mash unit inside the uh inside oh, the yeah, man. on the yeah. inside of it. Everybody was throwing up, even even yeah. my puppy, my yeah, little dude, puppy Yoki. It was they started bad, calling man. Yoki Yaki. She was jacking up. She was she was that. throwing up as yes, you did, man. You did that. You and Tony did that, man. Look at Yaki over there. I'm like, come on, guys. I, I, she, I get blamed for she everything. Was, she was throwing up, she had threw up so much. Look, I mean, keep my little baby poodle, man. She only like six pounds. She was so throwing up so much that she had like a long line of spit, you know, oh. falling from her ear right there. And and they didn't do another look like laughing. Look like somebody dumped her head in the ocean. <laughs> Tony and Derek just laugh. I'm like, why are y'all laughing at my dog? She is looking no. so, I mean, she's disheveled. Like, you know, it looked like she was a back alley dog or something. I mean, like she just hit it hard or something. You know what I mean? Like she, oh my God. she was drunk. I mean, it, it was it was bad, man. They laughed at my dog, man. Yeah, Them looking, type of guys, man. I'm looking forward to getting out there with Rob one day, man. This is a chill and, and talk smack on a nice warm day. Yes. Within a five-mile radius. I emphasize five-mile radius. Yeah, we don't uh, need to go out that far. Fitcher everywhere. You know, Mary, I'm gonna tell you right now what's gonna happen, Rob. I'm gonna tell you sure. He'll say, Deacon, I promise you we won't go five miles next. You know, we are 27 miles. And once you get me on the boat, he know he got me. So I, I don't trust anything Barrett says, man. I ain't trusting it. He'll take me way back, Derek. Huh? We go way back, Derek. We go. Yeah, way back. I know, I know. But we also like to get at each other every time we get a chance. You're right. But see, you would love it. You would love it though. Seriously. I'm gonna right. suck it I'm up. In. I'm gonna suck it up. But Rob, we gotta get you out there. All right. Man. I'm done. Mark it down. I'm in. I'm in. All right. Let me ask you this. Uh, you you talk about Jalen Hurts, the contract, you know, you would give him. So just to look at his season, he had played 15 games, 3,700 yards passing, 22 touchdowns, six picks, 66.5 passer rating or completion percentage, excuse me, 101.6 passer rating, 760 rushing yards, 13 TDs postseason, three games, 579 yards passing, 66.7 completion percentage. 19 193 uh passing yards per game. Keep in mind the first two games, they we ran it 88 times. You didn't really need him to throw a ton. But three touchdowns, no interceptions, did have a big fumble, rushed 143 times, 4.1 yards per carry, and five touchdowns. Yeah. Spectacular in the Super Bowl, other than the one mistake. What does he need to improve upon in in, in your estimation? What does he need to get better at going into the 23 season? Absolutely. Nothing. Now we say that on the surface, on the outside looking in, because we saw him have a phenomenal season. I guarantee you there's things that he's looking at on film saying he can get better at this, whether it's delivery, whether it's uh, mechanics, the throwing motion, um, maybe reading defense a little better. Not saying he read the defense bad at all because he counted everything defenses threw at him. But to be 24 years old, I think his game right now, will put the fear of God in, in the defenses just the way he plays it right right, right now. Mm-hmm. In one year, he has silenced everybody in terms of what he needed to do to get better as a professional quarterback. Uh, so on the outside, looking in, because I'm sure I'm missing certain intricacies of what it takes to to play at a different, a little bit higher level, from my perspective, nothing. How about you, Barry? Um. It's, it's not. It's not necessarily improving anything. It's more so stay in the same direction and just get better at doing what you're already doing good. You know what I'm saying? Like he could be a little more patient at times. 
you know what I'm saying, before he scrambles. And saying that, you know what I'm saying, him understanding that he both he and Kelsey have to be on the same page so we can pick up, like in the Super Bowl, I didn't think that him and Kelsey were on the same page in the second half. Okay. With the blitz package. For the entirety of the year, those two were, were harmonious in how they called the defense, where they were at. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would turn around, they would do things like, all right, they see the blitzes coming from the right. But the protection is such that you where the tight end is and everything that is supposed to go to the left. But both him and Kelsey were like, all right, we know they're not blitzing from the left, so let's kick the protection over to the right and call, you know, call the play that, you know, better for the right side instead of the left side where the blitz, you know, where the blitz wasn't coming. Those are things that they did, and they they just went on the same page. So getting on the same page with whoever's going to be a center, whether it's Cam or whether it's um, Jason, and 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 continue that progression of, of of you know making sure that they go forward and understanding what teams are going to try to do to them and get better at at, at defending those type of things. I, I think he, mm. I'd still like to see him get better rolling to his left. I know yeah. that's a hard thing to do when it's against your body, but I, I think he's gotten better, but it's still not a hundred percent there. Still a little twerky a little bit. Yeah. Know, twerky, yeah. So I like to see, looking. Yeah. That a little bit. Um, I think he, he could still be quicker on his reads. Like we're, I'm, I'm, I know I'm nitpicking here. He, he was phenomenal. So I'm not like, this is not like, Oh my God, he's got to change that. No. I mean, it's, if you're asking me little tweaks that he's got to get better at, I would say those two things uh, would be one of them. And maybe not being as quick to take off. Like he's so effective with his legs and so good. I know it's it's a, it's a unbelievable temptation to, to just tuck it because you know you're so good and strong and athletic. But I'd rather you sit in the pocket and make a throw, preferably because you're either likely to get more yards or there's less of a chance of you getting hurt possibly. So mm-hmm. that's all for me. I mean, everything else is there. He got way better at that. I can only imagine what leap he's going to take this year because he took a, such a big leap last season and he's so dialed in. He's such a hard worker. Uh, it's, it, it's a great advantage, man. He, you know, he's not going to be one of those guys who gets a big contract and is worried about what kind of car he's driving and the lifestyle and all that. That's just mm-hmm. not who Jalen hurts is. Mm-hmm. And he's coachable. Uh, you know, I think if it, if it is Brian Johnson, which we all believe, it's not like he's going to all of a sudden, once again, have to start a new system. Remember that was, we talked about that a lot. He hadn't been in the same system since high school. Alabama changed coordinators. Uh, he transferred to Oklahoma. He got to the Eagles. It was Doug. Then it wasn't Doug and, and, and Nick and blah, blah, blah. If it's, if it's Brian Johnson, it's a pretty seamless transition. He'll put his own twists on things, but it's not like Jalen's got to learn a whole new you know, uh, system. So I think that helps him. And I think it makes him that much better, man. I, I really believe that. Plus, plus, what is the value also of him, not just as an athlete, but as fitting the criteria of what the organization wants in terms of the face of their franchise? As we know, Jalen Hurts right now, he fits the criteria of, of not just a phenomenal athlete, young athlete, but the consummate locker room guy. Everybody respects him. He's not going to make waves. Um, you won't hear about him getting in any kind of trouble, at least as far as we yeah. know of, stuff like that. There's also a value for that in terms of how much he gets monetarily also. you know. Um, basically, Carson Wentz pulled a wool over their eyes until he got his big contract, then he lost his dog on mine. Yep. You know? um, yeah, you like Jalen's genuine. He's, yeah, he's was, genuine, you see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So that goes into the equation as well when you start to sit down for the contract. I'm everything that you've asked 
a face of your franchise to be up to this point, mm-hmm. coupled with the fact that I was the runner-up my second year as a starter for the league MVP honor and could very easily have won it had I not missed two games. No doubt. Now, I still say if they had played, if he had missed those two games, they were going to give it to Patrick Mahomes. I, I, yeah, you look at it now, I believe yeah. you there. I think yeah. so, too. I, I think it would have been a, maybe a little tighter. Yes, a lot, I he, think it would have been a lot tighter. Yeah, Mahomes yeah. still would have won it, but I agree yeah. with you. Uh, but, I mean, let's think about this. Okay, you lost out to, to Patrick Mahomes, man. I mean, yes, thank you. So it's uh, it's a remarkable, remarkable growth from, from um, year two to year three. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the stream and the stream saying some some good stuff, you know, as far as better play calling for him. That's also something that, you know, that they could have done like this last game. You know, a couple of them are saying things the right way. You know, there weren't a lot of hot reads being executed while they're I'm sure there were hot reads, but they weren't being executed recognizing um, blitzes and stuff like that yeah you know they were forcing them to us left they would bring the blitz on the right yeah and 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 force them out and making them go left mm-hmm. and i mean that's smart you know sport by spags Spags said all right then if he's gonna beat us he's gonna beat us doing what we, we want him to do he's not yeah. gonna beat us doing what he wants mm-hmm. to do right. and we should have had more hot routes for him to throw to yeah they were instant as opposed yeah. to still trying to keep pushing the ball down the field uh-huh. When you yeah. see the blitz coming, run a slant on that side. You know, yeah. throw behind the blitz. You throw behind the blitz, man. You bump your head on the um, goalpost because if you're bringing a blitz, you're vacating the area. If you're vacating the area, if you get one guy to miss a tackle, then you know you you, you get chunk yardage, man. And I think that's where we kind of got out finessed. Yeah. By uh by Spags and the defense. No, I hear him. And, and look, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you know, it's I think it's incumbent upon the the play calling to. You know, take the ball out of his hands sometimes in, in terms of the options to run, which it's interesting. Some folks in the stream hear what they want to hear, uh, even though that was pointed out earlier that it's ultimately on the coaches, not blaming Jalen for running so much, but that's right. okay. Um, all right. So uh, let's hold up, uh, Rob, real quick um, yeah. before you go to break. Um, yeah. I got an answer to it. We were talking about why is Vance Joseph doing a uh, zoom interview? Yeah. I'd be curious. And, that. and the response was uh, most of the interviews they're doing now uh, with, with this particular, in this particular case are zoom number one, because the building is being shut down. The building is shut down for the week. Everybody's off this week gotcha. after a long that season, everybody's off. Number two, if they identify, here's how you'll know who's the serious candidates for this job, because they can't, you know, you can't keep anything quiet in today's society. Right. When they bring somebody in for dinner, that's when you know who the serious candidate or candidates are. Okay. Seriously, I'm just telling you. And I know. Yeah. Also, also. Give me the 10 best, baby. That's awesome, man. Vance is also in Denver, and he's also a candidate candidate for the Denver job. Right, right. He's in Denver right now. So, so so basically, Eagles have been doing most of their um, interviews by Zoom. Yeah. So. Okay. That's good to know. Let's see that you're not, I'm, I'm not even being facetious here that you don't get information like that anywhere else. That is inside information from a true reporter and you get the same thing from Barrett, man. It's awesome. It's awesome. Good work out of you guys. All right. They, they, uh, stuck on, they stuck on Seth. Take Seth to dinner. <laughs> oh my God. Still on Seth, huh? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's get a quickie in here and we'll look at play Eagles players that are on the roster now that need to step up. A la Jordan Davis, a la Nicobe Dean. There's other guys or, too. Or, or, or should we let guys go? Do we need another? Do we need to go out and get another third receiver? Okay. Is Quez necessarily that guy? I don't think so. 
Bye-bye. Talk about that. All right, we'll get into it. All right, don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right now, I'm going to tell you about Pro Action Restoration. Yeah, Pro Action Restoration is the place that you call, that you reach out to if your business or your home or a property you may have owned has gone through the pain and the inconvenience of water, smoke, uh, mold damage, you name it, they can handle it. ProAction is on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. I know I've gone through it personally uh, in my family, and I reached out to them on a Saturday. And ProAction Restoration was right there, man. And the crew was professional. They were clean. Price was reasonable. And they most importantly, they fixed the problem. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. And they've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company. So, look, it's any of the above. Water, fire, smoke, mold remediation. But... It could be something else you're not really sure about. Give them a call. They're there for a consultation as well. 610-623-3760. 610-623-3760. Or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one, and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, everybody. My name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech, we offer three major services, the first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. Why do millions of people every year from around the world visit Philly's Rocky statue? You want to tell me the sky is burgundy with green stripes and yellow polka dots? I'll meet you on that. But you're never going to convince me Rocky is anything other than the pure greatness that it is. Never going to happen. Join me, Paul Farber, for WHYY's The Statue. We're going on a journey to explore the biography of the Rocky statue. Find us wherever you get your podcasts.
Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. back we are sports day jacob sports youtube network let's hit that like button folks we do appreciate each and every one of you guys hanging out with us on this wednesday i uh, knew they had a running game huh? <laughs> why are you always making fun of commercial man why you know why, 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 i knew they why, had a running why, game why that's 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 jealousy you're just jealous that's all what we didn't pick we those be, clips. What would we be thinking if they hadn't won a Super Bowl? Keep it moving. Rough. Hey, okay. Roughness. Let, Roughness. Me hear, let me hear your D-gun voice. I want to hear this one. Go ahead. What did I say? No, I, I forgot what you said. No, you didn't. You ain't forget. What did I say? Go ahead. I didn't pick those clips. Go ahead. Come on. You're my here. dog. No, I would never do that, man. You're my dog, man. Oh, no, man. Look, we look, man. Uh, I'm a big boy, man. You can't hurt my feelings, dog. No, man. We good. We good. We good. Nah, <laughs> I, I'm, I am Switzerland. I'm moving this. Yeah, we, we were talking about, about like, Quest. Like, Rob Rob is like, I'm very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's what I would, I would prefer that you gentlemen just stop with this kind of nonsense. <laughs> can't we, can't can't we just can't, uh, no more Tom can't, Foolery. Can't we just all get along here? Chris is oh, right. Host on host crime, man. That, right. that Thank you, Chris. That's exactly you know what though. I live for the host on host crimes, and more, in a lot of days more so than the great the great banter we have about topics. Right, right. I look right. forward to that more. My wife, my wife always asks, do you, "Do you enjoy what you do?" I say, "Yeah." Number one, I'm doing it with two guys I have a lot of respect for, and we have great chemistry and great friendship with Rob and Barrett. So, number two, it's a platform where I can get my daily shots in. I know, bro. It's, it's therapeutic. It's, 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 it's amazing, man. You know because. We we find so many things, man. Like you guys, I've never seen, I've never seen Rob turn redder than one day we it was um we were doing what? breakfast on broad. Okay. And oh. Jill, Jill, Jillian, and Sarah were out on assignment somewhere. They were out downtown somewhere. And uh we were talking about it was Fletcher Cox's birthday. Oh my god. It was Fletcher Cox's birthday, and we're sitting on the set, and uh we're just going through, we're going through birthdays, and I don't know why I came out like this, you know. Instead of saying, I love me some Fletcher Cox, I said, I love me some big cocks. <laughs> Rob was in Rob was in Minson. It was December 13th. Minson. I just looked up his birthday. <laughs> and here's the problem. So here's the problem. So we would usually, I think we used to go in alphabetical order. So C would be pretty high on the list as I was reading off birthdays. So then he hits me with this. And I got to get through the rest of the birthday list after he says that. Like, dude, what are you doing to me, man? And, and he's that, right ready. And uh, he's trying to go off with the birthdays. I, and he can't do I it. Couldn't finish. I couldn't finish. I couldn't, I couldn't finish. And I'm getting yelled at, like, come on, get to the rest of the list. I'm like, what are you, 
what do you want from me, man? <laughs> like, what do you want from me here? <laughs> oh my goodness! Why only only Bear can say something like that. Oh my God, never again. I will never. Let, let me get. Did the bosses call you in the office? Oh man! You I think that. it was all we got was like, let's be a little mature, guys. A little more mature. <laughs> right. Okay. See <laughs> this format here. There's no boundaries. We can uh, say what we want to say. I know, man. Oh it's man, Leotifa Tuna. Rob can't control it. You ain't right. never lied, Tuna. He he, he, he knows. Tries to, he I, tries to keep the. He tries to keep us focused all the time. I don't try to control you guys. I just maybe try to keep moving along. <laughs> right. You know. I'll we, nudge. I'll nudge in the right in the direction. I don't know if it's the right like, direction. Just like the bra lady. The bra lady will always oh, be iconic to me, man. Oof. Always be iconic. I wonder. I wonder if she's still lady. around. If she's still around, we should probably have her on. Remember, you know she, I mean? remember she said she uh, when she was talking about her husband, we were in a break and she was talking about one day she was sitting down with her husband, so she wanted to get sexy with her husband. Oh, <laughs> she's Lord. sitting there. Oh, saying, oh, Lord. Oh. And she, uh, she's had some sexy lingerie on and her husband turns around. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and she bought some uh, lingerie, but there, there was um, in, the, in the panties. The way the panties were made, it was like you know, it wasn't very much panty to it, you know. So she said, and she, she, she said her husband that, turned around. To, she needed to have a lot of panty to it. There was right, not, right. She yeah. so, so she turned around and, and and her husband looked at her and said, "When the hell did we get a cat? Why are you sitting <laughs> on that cat?" <laughs> I was like, "What just happened?" <laughs> Yo, Darman Dar- Max said, "I just spilled my weed on Barry's." Remember, puff, puff. Oh man, it's, it's, it, I mean, she started off wrong though. So she sat down. As soon as she sat down, we we haven't even got her on the show yet. Oh. And she turned out. She said, "Hey, I used to like the Harlem Globetrotters because the Harlem Globetrotters were in in the, in the studio. They want to be on after her." I said, "Why don't you like the uh, Harlem Globetrotters?" No, Rob said it. Well, what's wrong with the Harlem Globetrotters? <laughs> I, love you I was talking to him before the show, and they wouldn't let me play with her with their balls. I'm like, so, so Rob does they said, oh God. <laughs> so you already knew what he already knew what it was about to go down. He already knew it was about to go down. So we yeah, knew I, we I have to. a spidey sense. Like that was one. I knew that was going off the rails. I knew we had Jay Farrow on. He was going off the rails. And that right. was our last show. So it was just like whatever. Uh, yeah, man. Yo, Jay Farrell, so, I want to see. You heard about Jay Farrell, right? You didn't hear what? about the hell. What? Rob. Look at Rob's like, I don't you know what Barrett's about to I, say I, now. I, I was there. I know no, that. I was there. I, well, I, I, I wasn't there. But uh, Jay Farrell was said, uh, he was talking, you know, he's talking to Jillian. He said, Jillian, she hey, what was that he said? You know, you know what they say. And Jillian just took it right in. She just, she just, she just, she just he threw the dunk up there. And she he, was like, and no, he, what do they say? You know. He, boom. He said, once you go black, you never come back. <laughs> He said, that, she said, what? You say, you've been black before, haven't you? I'm like, he didn't. So she turns a deep red. He said, what about being black, don't you? I'm like, you can't say yeah, that yeah, stuff. I, I, we were like, oh, my God. That's what, what happens sometimes, like when you're doing, you guys know this, but I'm just telling our audience. So when you're doing TV like that, you'll even hear the crew who are, who are supposed to not make a noise all right they're supposed to be as quiet you hear them like oh like or like a real loud laugh from the crew that's when you know like it's getting crazy and our crew started cracking up man big big jb and all those guys man yeah 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 so rob i gotta ask you this question man yeah 
you in a show format on Breakfast and Broad where you could, you were basically the circus leader. You can control the situation in a lot of cases. Um, and you did, you guys did that show for what? Two years, two three years, years? Two, yeah, two years. years. Okay. Yeah. So now you're on a show where you just shake your head a lot and turn as red as those banners behind you. And you like, I can't do anything with these guys, man. So how, how is that? See, you, I've always known this you is to be way a guy in control. I mean, think about it. Fun. You produced daily news live for how many years? 10 years. 10 years. You breakfast on broad WIP radio. You control the flow. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yes. You control the mood. Here, you have no control. I have no control. <laughs> no control, Rob. And he tries so, so hard to. He I, does. So hard. I yeah. Think, yeah, but you know what I do? Here's what I do. I really do. I, I want you guys to do your thing, man. I'm not, I am not looking to control anything. All I'll do is I'll just sort of like, oh, do you guys want to try and go here? And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know I, I mean? he, he'll sneak that in too, Barry. Okay, guys, uh, let's get back on track. And, 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 we just, and we just keep jaw jacking. He's like, I'm done. Whatever you done, let me know. You got Xander, Xander, and everybody. Could you guys please? I mean, Rob is trying to do the show. Could you <laughs> no. guys please get on? No, and, 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 Tone's and, and, getting a taste of it today. Tone right, knows. right. We got Tone on the day. So, yeah. But uh, I, I, so once once we go into that, I'll, I immediately go to the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately go to the chat because I know D Gun is gonna fire back at Xander every single. He gives yeah, Xander so no type of leeway. Right, hey, look, look, I know. Hey, look, man. How long you know me? How long you know me, B Brooks? Right, right, right. See, how long have you know me? Long, long, too long. <laughs> you, ever me, you ever know me to take anything from anybody? No, no, no. I ain't no. got time for it. No, <laughs> I ain't got time. But the thing is, like, here's the here's the thing with us. <laughs> there are there are some cases, and it's happened in TV and radio and, and whatever, where the people genuinely don't like each other. Right, and right, right. That's not the case with us. It, right. it, it, it's all it all comes from the heart. It's all good hearted. Stone breaking. I can tell you that sincerely. That's not. Oh man, there's no BS there. I asked for these guys. I was doing a show with with uh with 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 Aton, Aton, yeah, and and Harry. I would, you know, they asked me, well, what do you think about bringing on, you know, um, D Gun? I say, yeah, you can go D Gun. So yeah, so they start talking to D Gun. They said, well, anybody else? I said, well, you know. We have Rob too, you know. Rob is, and he's like, okay, then. So they get us together one time. We hadn't worked together together long. We, yeah. we worked one time together. Yeah. And we did this little show at yeah. this Thanksgiving. Club. It was around yeah. not this yeah. not this past, but the one before. Yeah, yeah so you're right. We were at a bird. She said, "Oh well, let me get these guys together once." We got together one time, and they said, "Oh, it's a done deal. We got to get these guys together." So ever since then. It's been going downhill. And, I've been, and, I, and then I made the introduction after a show Rob and I did yeah. on CBS. We came show. out of the studio at nine o'clock in the morning. Joe Krause was right there. I introduced him to Rob. I took off. I had to go and get to my next job. And, um, you know, it was up and down, up and down. Honestly, I didn't know if it was going to happen. You know, we went through the highs and lows. And then all of a sudden, Rob calls me one day. D-Gun, yeah. You ready to do a show? Boom. <laughs> That's it. It I, said, it's, it's, I said, and I told Rob, I said, I don't think they know what they're getting, to be honest with you. They, they yeah. really didn't. Nah, they man. Didn't. I, look, but I, I, I mean that. it. It's not work. It's fun. I oh, mean, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, I'll, it's I'll, three hours of hanging out with your buddies, you know, during the, uh, in the, in the middle of the afternoon. It's great. It's the best. Th it's, and think about this. Over the last couple of years, especially when uh, we were, we are clamped down because of um, COVID. COVID. And since, and I'm, I'm taking into consideration since we've been doing this show together. I don't think we've been in each other's presence more than 
five times? Right. Oh, right. yeah. You're right. It's five crazy. Times, maybe. It's just the way technology in the yeah. world is now. Yeah. I mean, we did the show together um, at the Jeep dealership last October. We did this show um, in 2021 from the place uh, that Rob was talking about. We did our draft um, show. We did our draft show. But, but Barrett wasn't a part of that. Yeah. yeah. yeah we had him on, but we, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. We did that last uh, April, May. We did um, something else, didn't we? Was, am I missing one? Oh, thing? oh, oh! Didn't we do an appearance in New Jersey at a sports bar? Was Barrett there for that one? Remember the play, uh, that sports bar we did, and they had the, the unbelievable pizza trucks outside the place. Yes, we that done? was great. That was yeah, a lot yeah. of fun. That, that was a coach ride. Incredible. That was a coach ride too. That was yes. awesome. Yep, we did that, that too. You're right. So I think I'm, I think five times we've we've actually physically seen each other. Well, I see Barrett more because occasionally we've gone fishing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But us three together. Thank you, Chris. Uh, by the way. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. But. uh yeah, um, we're just I lucky, I, and we bring it up because we're lucky. You know, what I mean, yeah, we're not, yeah. we're like, not, I don't, I don't, bragging. Yeah. We don't call, we don't call in sick. You know what I'm saying? It, no, it really has to no. be something for us. To be. I agree. Like, yeah, you I know, agree. It, it, no. we, we we enjoy being together, and like we have eleven o'clock meeting, and we're supposed to. The meeting is supposed to be like five minutes. Yeah, we okay. have yet to have a five minute. That ain't gonna happen. That's right. Gonna happen. right. No, yeah. <laughs> um. So, so let me ask you guys this then. You know, and Rob, I'm sorry, we're veering off your. I like your, it. Your, your line up. So what do your wives say about what we're doing? Now, here, let me, and the reason I ask you is because of this, my wife, you know, I never know when she's watching or listening. And a lot of times when she'll make a comment about our show, I'm shocked. She'll be downstairs office. I'm thinking she's doing work for her work. And she'll say, you know, I don't know if you should have said this, or I don't know if you, are you sure you guys want to talk about this? Don't you think you guys laugh too much sometimes? I'm like, no, that's what makes the show. And she'll ask me periodic. How do you like doing the show? I said, let me tell you something. I've been in this business over 40 years. I cannot think of when I've had more consistent fun doing a show. Even on a bad day, mm-hmm. this is a good day for me. Well, I agree. Right. See what right. I'm saying? And, I don't yeah. have, and I'm going to be honest, I don't have many bad days in my life. I've been blessed family-wise, health-wise, job-wise. I've been blessed in a lot of ways. This is some of the most fun I've ever had in all the time I've been in this industry. I can answer like she's seen me go through so many different stages of things, whether it's TV or radio or whatever, and, and knows when it's really tough and I'm struggling or when it's good. And she says, you look to me like you're having fun for three hours a day. And I said, exactly right. And if that's the way it looks, that's a win. Like, because you guys know anytime you're either listening or watching something yeah. and you could tell the host is either, you know, tensed up and not having you it it projects onto you and you don't enjoy yourself or have fun as an as an audience like i could tell you from being a listener or being a viewer right i can see it and when when the person's loose and having fun and being genuine and you know trying to be your you know just be yourself and and, and speak your mind it comes it comes through so that's the way i feel about working with you guys it's the same way man like you know everybody hears me they like why is he laughing so loud? You know what I'm saying? I'm telling them to shut up upstairs, you know, because they're being too loud upstairs. But I'm the one downstairs being too loud. You know, I have headphones on. Yeah. And I'm laughing all loud. Like, what are you laughing at? You know, why is it so fun? What is Because they say I'm the most unfun. Like, in the house, I'm Mr. No Fun. Like, I don't fit in in my house at all because I don't think anything's funny. You know what I'm saying? I'm like... I'm like the black sheep of my house, you know what I'm saying? I, I go off and I go into my little cave and work on cars and stuff, and I don't really associate or talk to anybody. You know, like, you know the kids don't like me. Oh, here he comes. Here he goes. Oh, everybody act straight. You know, hey, hey. 
saying? But I hear me downstairs talking to you guys I'm like, what is this? What is going on? What are you guys talking about, guys? Well, so, here, yeah. you know, in fairness to you, here's the other thing that happens. Not to go too inside baseball here, but like it's a brain drain when you do a show like you get off the air sometimes and you're like, Whoa, you're he- not that we're doing heavy lifting. I'm not saying right, that right. You're digging ditches or God forbid, but it, there's a part of you that like, you need a second to sort of like, just unwind. So you're not always going to be the life of the party is what I'm saying. Like every yeah. second of the day. So I think that's kind of where you're coming from. <clears throat> and I don't think people understand how much of what we do is unscripted. It's off the cuff. Yeah. You don't know which direction at any given. Even when we're having serious debates, we don't. You don't know at a, at a drop of a hat which direction this show. The direction this show is about to take. Seriously, yes. and that's what I love most about it. Because again, you know, Rob tries to keep us on a straight and narrow a lot of times, and <laughs> all of a sudden, Bear comes up with one of his stories, and you know, I can't let him off the hook that easy. And <laughs> Rob says, you know, it's either you you, you join. What's the old saying? You know, if you can't beat them, join them. Join them. <laughs> Yeah, Rob is at that point now. He said, "You know what? I just got I got to join. I can't control these clowns. Uh, you know." But yeah, thank, 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 thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate, appreciate it, the comment, man. That means yeah. a lot to us. Yeah. You know, and, and the fact that everybody keeps coming back to hear what goofy stuff we're gonna say next. But I, <laughs> I, I must admit, Barrett, I, I can't get this image out of my mind now. The, this show is shot because you talking about. I love me some big. I, I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm telling you right now. I don't care what we talk about the rest of this show. If, 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 and I'm going to be honest, if there's some point in this show where I go, huh, what are we talking about? It's because that dumb image is still stuck in my mind that that knucklehead right there said that, you know, because I know him and I know he's, and I believe him sometimes. Barrett talks about me being unfiltered, Rob. Uh, there ain't nobody more unfiltered than Barrett. Correct. Right now. But that's good. That keeps us loose. That's what we need. Jeez. That Bro. is a good thing, man. Bro, I, 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 it's just fun, man. Just, being able to just talk because I, I sometimes I'll be having to get some stuff off my chest and I, like I said I can't say it around my family because they they don't know how to take me you know I'm just I'm the fun police to them you know what I'm saying yeah. like you know I'm not the dad you say hey, hey pull my finger I'm not that dad you know what I'm saying <laughs> I'm, I'm dad dad you know what I mean yeah so got, somebody's got to be the bad cop sometimes right and that's what I am I am the bad cop my wife is like that dude time. I mean you know because I like to joke a lot and she's that's not funny right <laughs> yes it is you just don't have a sense of humor yes it's funny. She doesn't she think anything's funny, except why did the chicken cross the road? You can still get her to laugh at that joke. You think I'm kidding. You can still get her to laugh at that joke today. Oh, my God. And I'm thinking, awesome. you got a nerve to critique what's funny and what's not? No, you're not funny. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Eat to each their own. You know oh what I mean? Goodness. The sense of humor. Oh, my God. All right, let's uh, sneak one in here. And when we come back, we'll dive into expectations. Players. And Barrett, I like the twist. Some players who we may need to say bye-bye to who are still right, in the contract. Right, right, right. So we'll, we'll dig into all that uh, when we return. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Wednesday. All right, let's talk Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. Here's the beauty. They're experts at trimming all types of trees, and they serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. They specialize in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. We're in that time of year. It's going to be warm, as Derek said, tomorrow. 
it's a good time to get your trees evaluated before the heavy stuff hits and, you know, God forbid, uh, something comes down on your house or neighbor's house or whatever. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848 or online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. fans were cut from a different cloth born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life we believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible while we may be from different neighborhoods come sunday 
We are one, and we will be heard. Hondly Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Hi, everybody. My name's Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech, we offer three major services, the first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. My name is uh, Fran Salerno. I'm a managing director here at DelVale Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget. What's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging out with us for Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Wednesday, uh, February 22nd, as we are, believe it or not, guys, in a week, it's March. So we're, uh, we're, we're I know, you're welcome, Gunner. I, I, I like to give you a little something there, because I know, I know, we're almost there, almost springtime. Uh, it's, today's Ash Wednesday, too, right, isn't it? And yesterday yes, it was Fat Tuesday, yes. Uh, catching everybody as I'm getting caught up on everything that's going on. <laughs> Must be nice. It's a, I'm, a, I'm in this trying to figure out what the heck we're going to talk about half the time, but I don't even know what's going on. All right. So, um, so let's hit a couple things, guys. I, I and, and I think this is interesting because like we talked about, you're going to have to have some Eagles step up um, because you, you're not going to bring everybody back as much as we would love everybody to come back who were free agents. There's not everybody. Good, yeah. Not, well, yeah. There's going to be some real good players walking out the door. It's just the reality yes. of the situation. Yep. yep. All right. So let's start with Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis is an interesting name. First round pick last year out of Georgia. Uh, moved up to get him. You know, he he was a gigantic athletic dude. I mean, a combined freak. He did lose some weight uh, and was playing pretty well. And he hurt his ankle. And I think that set him back a little bit. But he ended up playing 16 games on the season. Uh, 17 snaps per game, which is not a ton, 18 tackles, one tackle for loss, no sacks. Now, in fairness to the position and what he was being asked to do, he's never going to be a guy that puts up a ridiculous stat line. All right. It's not, it's just not the way I don't think at least Barrett, tell me if you disagree, but um, did you see enough from him to feel good about him next year? I did. I see the potential. I see once he gets once he wants to go one way, you can't stop him from going that way. It's just when he gets a part of really, really being indoctrinated into the defense and whatever defense we're going to be running, um, he's going to be learning from the ground up. And 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 he, I think he's going to be pretty good. I think that he's going to, you know, make that transition to being a dominant 
unblockable guy. Mm. But we need for him to, you know, take hold of the defense like now. That's why it's imperative that we get the defensive concepts in because we need the defensive coordinator and so we know what those concepts are going to be. So his, he has to come out and play at a high level. You're not going to be able to bring back, um, well, three of the four starters you're not going to be able to bring back. They might keep one, and that might be Hargraves. But Fletcher Cox, Dominican Sue, Linville Joseph are gone. Mm-hmm. They're gone. Um, if you had a starting two interior guys right now, you would have to say it's Jordan Davis and Milton Williams. Milton Williams showed that he could play at a high level. He can play both types of defense. He can play one gap and two gap. He's shown the ability to be explosive, rush mm-hmm. very, very well. Um, if he gets his counterpart going, and that's Jordan Davis, to play at a high level, I mean, pick your poison. Do you want a stop a, a six foot six, 340 pound machine that once he gets going one way, you can't stop him? Or an explosive Milton William who knows how to jump the gap, get up the field, and make plays? You know, they'll be a pretty good tandem, you know, and then, and then you go in and you move in with a Marlon uh, t- uh, Tui Palutu, mm-hmm. have him into the mix. But, yeah, you know, Jordan Davis had to step up. He's the key, really, to that defensive line being average or great. You uh, you believing in him, uh, Derek, after what you've seen? Well, I have to. Uh, early on in the season when he played, man, we were talking about he's, a, you know, and he played sporadically, 22, 25 snaps. Yeah. But he made his presence felt, and we kept saying, okay, that's the dude we've been waiting to see. As the season wore on and he got nicked up, uh, obviously his um, his snaps decreased in a lot of ways to the point as it got to the playoffs. Um, we never really heard his name being called. And as I talked to you guys about last week, I thought I was a little alarmed that Kansas City's offensive line was able to move him off the ball as easily as they did. You know, but you you strategically drafted this man higher because he was the best of the best at that position that you needed. Um, and now it's his time to shine. Now, obviously, as a rookie, he had a great – Great built-in um, buffer because he had two pro bowlers with big money in front of him, so he didn't have to come in and beat a man right away. Right. And I'm glad in a lot of ways because let's say if he had tailed off, we, not, uh, when I say we, I mean critics in general, would have been ripping him because yeah. it, and it, we would attribute it to his weight. You know, yeah. he didn't lose enough weight. You know, we'd have said everything under the sun, why he didn't maintain that, that level of consistency. Mm-hmm. Now the weight is on his shoulder because I believe Fox is not going to be here. And to be honest with you, I'm intrigued about seeing what Milton Williams can do more so than what Fletcher Cox will bring back to the table because we, we know Fletcher is not that same player, you know. And it's time for, for Milton to get his turn. He's been there two years. It's time for him to get his turn now. And you put him in with that young Jordan Davis, it's time for these guys to shine. Mm-hmm. And if you can find a way to keep Hargrave, as the mentor, the big brother to these guys, that's a great trio of D tackles. And you know, somewhere along the line, they're gonna they're gonna get another. They're gonna bring in another one, or they already have one in house that we're not even talking much about. Or but, draft the guy. Or yeah. draft. But see, with them being limited, see, the, with them being limited, if they don't get more picks, Barry, to be to go from the from the third round and have to sit on your hands until the seventh round, that's not good for them in terms of rebuilding with young depth. Yes, okay. right. Now, you may hit a home run, let's say three out of the first four picks, because you get four of the first 94. But if they lose a lot of these veterans that we're talking about, 
either rookies are going to have to come in and play right now or the young, young players that we're talking about, whether they need to step up or go, are going to have to play a lot more snaps. And from what we've seen on a lot of these young players that the Eagles have in-house already, there's a lot of huge question marks about their ability to play 60, 65% of the snaps. Uh, we got a little update. Tom Pelissaro from the NFL Network. Yep. Uh, the Dolphins are hiring Eagles defensive quality control coach Joe Casper. That's go. K-A-S-P-E-R as their new safeties coach. So, you so, go. you know, we, we, we knew this was going to happen. They're going to be, yep. you know, grabbing people. And, and it's it's not just the coordinators who are going to leave here. Yep. We've already seen Nick Rallis go. Uh, leave to go with Jonathan Gannon. Now Casper uh, ends up going to uh, Miami. So, uh, and, and when and when he gets to Miami, you know what? What's one of the first thing that the head coach and the defensive coordinator are going to ask? Him? Tell us, tell us what you guys do. Exactly. That we can add here. What can we add here? That you guys do? That's, that's the nature of the beast. I don't blame him one bit. We knew this absolutely. Gonna, we knew the vultures were going to come pick the bones clean. We knew. Absolutely. This is interesting because it's Miami and Nick Fangio spent some time here in camp. Yep. And he worked with the Eagles the weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, so he knows some of the guys on the staff. I'm sure. So yep. there you go. Right. So maybe it makes a little I, bit of sense. I still want to know what Nick Fangio did for the Eagles over two weeks to get them ready for Kansas City because. Yeah, I'm Howie Roseman. I, I demand a rebate. We paid him. I want to rebate because you know what, Vic? You ain't do a doggone thing to help us stop Patrick Mahomes. Good, Good point. Yep, hard to argue that one. Um, how about Nicobe Dean, guys? Uh, in 17 games, 13 tackles, no sacks, one tackle for loss. In fairness, he was playing a lot of mop up duty. <clears throat> he did a nice job on special teams for them, um, but wasn't wasn't asked to do really a ton because you had Kaiser White. And and uh, T.J. Edwards and you know a, a strong linebacking core, so he will. I mean, I I think Kaiser's probably gone, and it's probably Nicobe's job. Mm-hmm. Could be Nicobe's job, you know. And, and T.J. Edwards is a free agent too, so there's no guarantees he's back. Um, how about how about Nicobe Dean? I think Nicobe's going to be great. Um, in a few snaps that he had in regular defense, he showed that he's he's that going to be that guy. He shows that he's going to be an impact tackler. Impact meaning three yards beyond or behind the line of scrimmage. Those are impact tackles. I don't need the tackles that Singleton, Singleton used to get 10 yards down the field. To me, they don't woo me. But if you can make impact tackles, like I said, um, you know, you're a good linebacker. And he did. You know, I mean, look at the Titans game. Titans game, he was in there for like six snaps, had like four or five tackles. That's what we need. We need a guy that's instinctual, number one, can get to the ball, number two, and be ready to be a guy that, you know, you can look to, you know, to be able to be a pass, um, you know, fast enough and strong enough to be a pass coverage guy and be able to fill in the run. And I think Kobe does both. I don't think his size is going to hinder him from being a good player. Okay. Well, look how many of the smaller linebackers have, have made a name for themselves in the NFL. Right, right. In the NFL, man. You know, Tampa Bay's got a good one. Uh, Pittsburgh's had a good one. You know, um, I want to see Kobe, Nicobe Dean be that tackling machine that he was, that disruptive force he was at Georgia. You know, and I think he's best suited to play the weak side. I don't want to see him in the middle. I want to see him on the weak side where he, he played his ball in Georgia. Now, they moved him around a lot. And that dude shot the gas. A lot of times I'm watching Georgia play. He was shooting gas before offensive linemen could even get in that, get, in their, get out of the stance. Yep. You know, and I want to see that Nicobe Dean on the football field. And I think it's his time to shine. You know, strategically, <clears throat> you know, people talk about how he didn't get a whole lot out of this year's draft. 
but it was very strategic if you think about it. I, I'm, that's what I'm telling you. How he knew what was coming way back when, you, you know, everybody was shocked that Kobe Dean was still sitting on the board in the third round. So he knew that he was going to go out and get a one-year, one-hit wonder in, in Kazir White and probably would have garnered a, a big money. He got to Kobe Dean. He knew the big money's involved in Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave. It wouldn't be feasible or financially you know, smart to bring both of those, try to bring both of those guys back at big money. You got to continuously get younger to get better. It's plain and simple. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got two players now. We talk about who we could possibly lose, but you got two guys sitting there that you just should be able to plug and play. They've had one. Now, the only difference is you're going to have a different coordinator. So you've got to learn new ideology of whoever the guy is they're going to bring in. But you're with this organization. You know it's expected of you in year number two now. Your body's not beat up from a rookie campaign. You only play sporadically. So now it's your time to shine. We took two players from a national championship team that play the game at the highest level in the best conf- college conference in all of football. And we expect the same things here. So now it's your turn. You, you, you're a year older, a year wiser. You know what to do to get your bodies ready in the offseason. You know what it takes. You got to stay in your playbook. You know you got to be in this building X amount of hours. It's time for you to shine now. So it, I don't know. It was a strategic move by Howie. In yeah, that I, yeah. I mean, he's playing. He was planning ahead with those draft picks. That's yeah. for sure. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> let me hit you with this, just sort of on the on the theme of what we're doing, but a slight veer off here. Um, so Miles Sanders on his Instagram just posted, uh, Miles Sanders, I love Philly. Just bring me back. I hope they bring me back. When asked if he had a message to Howie Roseman uh, and the organization, I love you. I hope you love me too. Mm. So I don't sounds know. Like, sounds like a hometown discount. Well, that's right. Am I crazy, Barrett? When I see something like that, I'm thinking, is he trying to tell you, like, dude, I'm not going to try and hold you up. It, it, you just get me a decent number and I'm coming back here. Does that change things a little bit? Uh, uh, see, with the running back, but this, you don't, it doesn't go under a lot of money. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about maybe three years, 20 million or something like that. You know? Yeah. You know, yeah. three, four years, twenty million. You know, and 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 I think that he would take something like that, compared to what other guys are getting in the league. I mean, starters, thousand yard rushers. You know, they were getting. I mean, look what Zeke Elliott got, bro. I mean, that's crazy. Seventy was it? Seventy five million. Insane, insane. You that, know, that's that was, the, that's done. That stuff's not going to happen. Anymore. Yeah, that was absolute. Stu- you know, stupidity by um, the owner of the of the Cowboys, and he sees it now. And right now they're they're in saddle cap uh, saddle cap dungeon because of him. So right now they're trying to think. All right, what are we going to do? Are we going to keep him? Well, he kind of has him a little bit. You know, both sides are you know have a lot to say because he you know the starter the starter right now is hurt. He's out for at least half the season. So right now Zeke is probably going to yeah, be you're a starter. About Pollard. Yeah, well Pollard's a free agent too though. Right. Yeah. Right. But you can't I mean, are you gonna pay him right now when he's hurt? You probably can and get him at a at a, at a discount rate and hope that he comes back mid season and be okay. Mm-hmm. But the likelihood of him starting the season off is slim to none. Yeah. Tony Pollard ain't leaving the building if I'm Dallas's front office. The Tony Pollard ain't leaving the building. Yeah, I agree. Well, he'll be cheap right now because he's hurt. He will. But you, he may he may sign a one year deal, a prove it deal. He may have to. He may. He may go that route, but I think it's quite. It's quite obvious for him and his representation that now he has now supplanted Zeke Elliott as their number one back in that offense. And 
if you can if you can sign a decent contract on a proven year in the same system you just flourished in, that's a smart move on your part. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very a very smart business. A lot of players sign one year deals to prove it. You know, and I know a young young player wants that money now. You see those big dollars, you want it now. But unfortunately to him, he suffered a severe injury, and now he's got to come all the way back from it. And from a business standpoint, we're willing to invest in you, but right now we can't give you the kind of money that you're talking about because. You know, the, the, the statistics show, for the most part, running backs with injuries come back, but a lot, a lot of them don't, are not the same back they used to be. Mm-hmm. That's my negotiating ploy from both sides of the table. Table. Look what I've given you. Look what I do. I'm the most explosive running back you have in this camp right now. And from the other side, from a business perspective, I hate to say this, but right now you're damaged goods, and we have to go by the stats. We believe you can do it, but we need you to show it to us one more time. Just one more. That's all yeah. we need. Well said. Um, you know, Cam Jurgens. We didn't see him. He was a he was a you know just a backup, ready to go if if you needed him. Thankfully, Kelsey got through the season and the offensive line stayed intact for the most part. Uh, but he could play either position. We know that gives him nice flexibility depending on what Kelsey ends up doing and or if, if Isaac Sayamalu walks. So that's that's Jurgens' situation. Look, Barrett, let, let's jump on what you what you mentioned before. We took a timeout. Guys who are here, who you may want to move on from. And I, I personally, I, you, you hit the nail on the head with the one. I, I don't need to see any more Quez Watkins. I know he has speed, but not only does he drop passes, he he comes up with really untimely plays. Uh, the fumble killed them in the in the uh, Washington loss. He broke off a couple routes, which resulted in Jalen interceptions, which to me weren't on Jalen. I'm not, I'm just not a fan. I'm just I'll tell you generally, I'm not a fan. I, and I, I I appreciate his speed, but I, I can find a fast guy. But where, where do you guys fall with? Uh, with Quez. You, you hmm. he was a specialist type of player. He was the third receiver and he was on the roster to do one thing. Catch nine routes, catch go routes. That's all he was on the team for. To take the top off the defense, catch the long ball. You got to know what your what your value is for a team. Me, my last four seasons, I knew what my value was. My value was to be a Swiss Army knife on the offensive line. They use me because usually when you when you go into a game, you got to at least, at the very least, have a guard and a tackle or a guard that can play center and a tackle um, on game day that would be a backup. And the Steelers knew with me, I could play guard, center, and tackle. So they could have just one guy, and hopefully two guys don't get hurt, but just one guy to play all you know, five positions on off the line. Mm-hmm. So it gave them the autonomy then to go ahead and just, you know, dress extra linebacker if they need an extra linebacker or, or, or dress an extra receiver or an extra DB. I knew my role. He didn't know his role. His role was to catch nine routes. That's his total, that's the, the totality of what they brought him in for, what he needed to do. And he stunk at it. I mean, when that, that pass that he dropped in the Super Bowl, and yeah. it was a drop, he slowed down on the route, number one. Number two, he did get to the ball, got both hands on the ball, and dropped it. Mm. That's unacceptable. He got both hands on the ball and dropped it. Mm-hmm. Even if he got fingertips on the ball and he dropped it, it would have mm-hmm. still been a drop. If it hits your hands, it's got to be caught, and he didn't do it. So when I bring him back, no, because you don't know your role. It didn't matter if you were coming off the bench, you hadn't ran anything, you weren't warm, you didn't, you know, you didn't know the playbook or whatever. You knew your role. 
run a nine route, catch the ball, and we throw it to you. And yeah. he could not execute it. So do I want to back? No, because he never understood his role. It doesn't matter what was going on at that time. That's your specific job, to run fast and catch long balls. Well said. Yep. Well, so let me throw some names at you guys. Tell me if you what you think uh, of them from a, a contribution standpoint this year coming up. Uh, Marlon Tui Polotu. What uh, he had last year, sixteen tackles. He did have a sack. Uh, he is he a guy that you can count on, or does he need to be sort of just a, a, an occasional change of pace guy, a change up? What is he? He's not that role. Okay. No, I think he's a change of pace guy. I don't. I don't know if he will ever have a prominent prominent role and there's nothing wrong with that because you need some of those guys who can spell right. other guys and yet go in there and not be a glaring weakness and that's the i think that's what he provides you i don't think he will ever uh, elevate his status to, to anything more than a situational player uh meaning give somebody a breather go in for somebody who's injured or um maybe because of his body size, you might fit this certain down and distance situation. Um, but, but that's okay though. You know, you, you got to have players like that when you start filling out a roster, I like his game, just haven't seen enough of his game to really give a fair evaluation. Right. Uh, but I'll say this though. He's just a guy. Ooh, yeah. And yeah. You can find yeah. just the guys everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I hate, you know, just being real about the situation. We have more than enough just guys on the roster. Yeah, you look at uh, you you look at you know some guys that can come in and, and Marvin Wilson. Mm. I believe Marvin Wilson will give him more of a, um, more of a a a, a impact as far mm. as being that one technique than uh, than Marlon will. I think that Marvin showed a lot more explosive nature when he was in the game, but. They didn't play him a lot because he had more experiences with uh, Toy Palutu. Mm-hmm. So when you have just a guy, you got to make it. We got to make a difference between those two guys, and I don't think he did enough to make that much of a difference to really think about him being God. You know, you can transfer from. And I'm not saying cut him, give him an opportunity to go out there and see if he can play at a high level. But if he doesn't, you know, there's no sweat off our back if he doesn't make the team because mm-hmm. he's just a guy. All right. Let me ask you about the Johnsons. Uh, Patrick Chiron, increased role this upcoming Ooh. year or similar to what we saw this past year? Patrick played a lot more than uh, Chiron did. In fact, Chiron was probably um, – he didn't do as much as I thought he was going to do. They love him, though. You could tell they like him because they kept him on the roster. Right. But Patrick was the guy that was playing more. He was the guy that came in and made more of a difference. You know, you heard his name. And you saw him flash every once in a while when they did put him in. You know, it wasn't like he was just a guy out there. He he showed that he could play this game at a high level. So right now, Patrick is a lot ahead of the game than Chiron. Chiron was just drafted a lot higher. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, he was drafted higher. You know, you got Chiron as a sixth rounder and Patrick Johnson's a seventh rounder. So, I mean – all things being equal, he fits with the defense in a 3-4 you need. Chiron's a little bit uh, smaller than, than Patrick. Patrick can probably play defensive end a lot better than, than um, mm. Chiron can. But at this point, you know, if, if you're looking at all things being equal, I think Patrick Johnson's the better player. Okay. Okay. 
any other guys you, you, you're looking at here? Joe, Bradley, yeah, Scott? Joe. Those two guys, the cornerback position. We need to talk about the cornerback position. Okay. We know we're not going to be able to sign back Bradbury unless we're just going to, you know, not sign, uh, you know, somebody else. Uh, you know, it's like a CJGJ. You can't sign them both. So it's either you're going to sign CJGJ or you're going to sign James Bradbury. So right. probably not going to be able to sign both of them. So you got to pick one, and I don't think they're going to pick James Bradbury. What you can – I can see them doing is putting Josh Joe. They really like him a lot. They, Alabama, DB, they really, really like him a lot. He just was hurt in, um, probably the entire season. Mm-hmm. Zach McPherson, he played well in the preseason. I think they gave him an opportunity. He played well given that opportunity. For some reason, um, they like Josiah Scott better, even at the wide corner. I don't know if I necessarily, you know, like that, but I, I mean, I like Jack McPherson mm-hmm. better. I like Joshua Scott. Josh Job is a guy. He's got to show me something. He's got to go out there and play. And you know, he's a big corner. They love his size, but can he differentiate himself from a Zach McPherson? That's what I want to know. You know, out of those three guys, Josiah Scott, Josh Job, and Zach McPherson. One of those guys got to be an impact player that could probably possibly start, and one guy has to be a guy that can come in and, and play a lot for him. I don't Makes know sense. which one. Yeah, I got you. Uh, um, I would say Davian Taylor. Yeah. I would Davion, definitely yeah. Davian Taylor's got to show me something. I mean, you know, you hear his name, he makes one play, and then all of a sudden the next time you see him – isolated on the TV cameras because he was out of position to miss the tackle. I need to see more consistency from him. He was drafted in the third round. You got to get some kind of productivity out of him. You can't use the size of an excuse with a six foot two thirty because we're starting to see a lot of six foot linebackers in the NFL. Now you supposedly have the speed. You're supposedly supposed to be, you know, a, a run stuffer. I haven't seen enough of it uh, for as many good plays as we've seen of him. We've seen even more mistakes. So I don't know if that's coaching or lack of a lack of playing time, reps being over anxious, whatever the case may be, um, it's it's time for him to shine. You know, if, if there was ever time for you now to to get in and make a name for yourself, now's it because of the uncertainty after the linebacking position. I mean, you you think about it between Kyron Johnson, Patrick Johnson, and you know Davian Taylor, you have three young linebackers who are going to be fighting for playing time. Absolutely, you know. You know, one six one two thirty. Patrick is six two two fifty. I think he would be a natural inside linebacker because of his size. You know, and Kyron is six foot two thirty five. You know, that's that's becoming more of the norm than the exception for linebackers across the National Football League now. Yeah. And they they the good thing is they both got playing time. Not a lot of playing time because of people in front of them, but they they got valuable playing experience. Now we got to find out what you can do and. I don't think Howie Roseman is just going to rest on the fact that we have three young linebackers who are hungry in camp. They're going to bring in somebody we're not even thinking about, some some veteran, once the free agency dust settles with all the big money. But I think those all three of those young men have an opportunity to make a name for themselves. You just got to do it now. Now it's on you. You know, you had the excuse before. There was a lot of big name people in front of you, um, but now the door could be wide open for you to jump in and make a name for yourself. Agree, agree with you. All well, right. It's, uh, hold on. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, no. There's really, you know, 
you got inside linebackers, you got outside linebackers. Mm-hmm. I think the outside linebackers, like we say, are rush backers, defensive end type of players. Mm-hmm. And I think that's Kayvon and Patrick Johnson. The interior guys that are going to be trying to look for positions and really play um, that I see competing for those two inside line. I call it the Mike, Mike and the Jack. Those are the two inside linebackers that we use. Mm-hmm. The Mike linebackers. I think the Kobe Dean um, has the inside track right now as being one of the starters. Okay. I think Davion Taylor is going to probably be the other guy. He has the inside track because he played there. He has some starting position there. You know, he started there for a little while. And I think him and, and right now Christian Ellis are fighting for that position also. A guy that we have been talking about, and he was more of a special teams guy that got hurt, was Sean Bradley. Maybe True. he can make an impact in the um, True. at the linebacker position in the interior. He's not an outside guy. He's an inside guy. Mike linebacker, temple bred guy. Um, maybe he makes makes a you know a, 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 a one step forward into being a solid defensive guy and taking some defensive steps. But that's who you're looking for in the inside. You've got Nicobe Dean. Uh, Davion Taylor, Sean Bradley, Christian Ellis are the guys right now that are going to compete for that inside linebacker positions. Okay. I mean, think about it. when you when you expand it like that, Barrett, you have five young linebackers. Right, right. You have five young linebackers in house who already know your system. You know, and that may help yep. them make a decision. Now, we will obviously won't know if they're right. If they decide not to even address the linebacking position. Because of what they already have in house, we won't know. We can talk about what we expect of them from May to September, but we're not going to know until they kick off the regular season to see if it's the right moves or not. But again, you're in a good position with the depth. It's not like you, you know, I mean, some teams are going into the offseason with one linebacker under contract, two linebackers under contract. You have five. Yes, yes, yes. So, you so have that's well, why I don't know. Yeah. Do you bring back TJ Edwards because of it? I know we're not bringing back because they're white. But would you bring back TJ? I would still bring back TJ Edwards and have the other position, you know, for right. one of those guys to take it. But I mean, they they may feel comfortable with letting TJ walk because they like, you know, Davion and 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 Dean and right. Sean Bradley and Christian Ellis. Possible, mm. and they would be cheaper. Even though Edwards isn't going to cost you an arm and a leg, but it would be right. cheaper. Right, um, right, right. That's for sure. Good stuff. All right, let's dive into the NFL when we come back, guys. Um, there's a bunch of stuff. We're, one of the things we're going to do are, is our power rankings top 10 in the NFL. We, we went we went big boy pants today. T- 10, not 5, 10. Uh, but we'll talk about some players who have been cut. Uh, we'll give you an update on Brock Purdy. Um, a good story, a feel-good story uh, for, from a former NFL player. we got all kinds of stuff to store for you. So don't go anywhere. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek, Barrett, Rob, and we are Sports Take. Uh, All right, let's talk about Razor Technology, guys. Razor Technology, their comprehensive managed service provider solution delivers constant monitoring, on-demand assistance, and rapid issue resolution. Through data-vetted and insight-driven implementation, they strengthen your existing IT resources with both human power and expertise that reduce security risks and downtime while enhancing organizational efficiency and productivity. They are a strategic resource for adaptive and fast-growing companies that need help selecting, implementing, and managing their IT services. Their goal is always bigger than one project, one problem, or one upgrade. It's improving the overall functioning of their partners and helping them achieve their business objectives through an ongoing synergistic relationship. 
give your IT team the freedom to refocus by augmenting their reach with Razor technology. Contact Razor technology today to learn how our managed services can protect and enhance your business by calling 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or you can visit them online at Razor-Tech.com. That's Razor-Tech.com. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Jeff D'Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, Owner Appreciation Event. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Why do millions of people every year from around the world visit Philly's Rocky statue? You want to tell me the sky is burgundy with green stripes and yellow polka dots? I'll meet you on that. But you're never going to convince me Rocky is anything other than the pure greatness that it is. Never going to happen. Join me, Paul Farber, for WHYY's The Statue. We're going on a journey to explore the biography of the Rocky statue. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome on back in. Rob Ellis, Barrett Brooks. Derek will be alongside in a minute. All right, uh, Barrett, let's start with this one. Brock Purdy's elbow is still swollen from that hit uh, that Hassan Reddick put on him to the point where he was supposed to have surgery today to fix that that torn uh, ulnar uh, ligament. Um, but they can't do it. They're going to have to do it in early March. They're trying to give it about another week or so. 
uh, before they're going to go in there. Now, the thing is with the surgery, they're, they're not sure exactly what it is. Like their hope is it's not anything super, it's not reconstruction, you know, like a full blown Tommy John. If it's not, it's a six month recovery. Right. 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 Him like September ish. But th- yeah, that means he's pretty much missing camp. Um, even that, even in a best case scenario. And on top of that, you know, Trey Lance is coming off a pretty serious injury. So they better have a legit third who's con- who can start the season for them. Oh, who's legit? The yeah. Um, oh, oh, I forget who was their backup quarterback last year. Josh Johnson. Remember, he got knocked yeah, out in the Eagles game but they, too. They brought him in even before that. Um <sighs> Beathard or one of those guys? I don't. I don't remember. No, it was uh, actually um, the guy was here, that was here. Um, oh, oh, uh, uh, Nate Sudfeld, right? Sudfeld, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Nate Sudfeld, right? Because remember, Purdy was the third team guy. They let him go for um, Purdy, and then they brought in Josh Johnson because he was actually with Denver on that roster. So he wasn't even legitly the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at their roster now. They have Brock Purdy. Trey Lance, and then yeah, Josh Johnson is is the guy. Um, we know Garoppolo is going to be gone, but yeah, I mean those are the three quarterbacks right now. Um, they got to bring somebody in. Yeah, so that that's going to be interesting. What happens there? And again, they won't know how, the severity of that thing till they uh, till they yeah, get so in. So Trey there. Lance, Trey Lance is number one. Josh Johnson is number two, and Brock Purdy. He we won't be ready until like mid season, I think. I don't know if it'll be that long, but yeah, yeah it's hard to say. Well, Trey Lance, I, I don't know if you mentioned it or not, but Trey Lance, what I saw last night, is supposed to be medically cleared in the near future, which means he can get a jump start on trying to solidify his role as a starting quarterback. One thing I will say about Kyle Shanahan, they will find the right quarterback for the system. You know, you look at, they went through three quarterbacks yeah. this past year, and they still won the volume of games that they won. Yep. Now, that fourth quarterback – when they got down to Josh Johnson, it was the uh, you don't push it as far as you can push yeah, it. Yeah, you, you dug too deep in the water. They'll find, they'll, yeah. You know, they listen. You think about the list of names of the quarterbacks I mentioned to you guys yesterday, and we all snickered thinking, "Yeah, I don't know if the Eagles want to look at some of these guys." You know, I guarantee you, Shanahan has already identified one or two of them that will fit their system. Yes. You know, you don't have 49er system showed you don't have to be an elite quarterback to be successful in our offense. Yeah. Well, that's that's his claim to fame. Yeah, it's not it's not the quarterback; it's the system. Yep. It's the system, yep. and that's yep. what he says all the time. This, this is exactly what um Shanahan says. Mm-hmm. It's not yep. about who I have at the quarterback position; it's about my system. My system is better. That's why you don't see big names. Yes. Yep. At the at the at the quarterback's position. Yeah, yeah. they um, load up on defense, is. special um skill position players. I just right. wish I just wish Jonathan Gannon had a system. <laughs> I, I knew i knew when we brought up system you were going to swing it back to uh to the ganway i'm sorry rob I'm i know sorry. it's in the desert now man it's out of I'm my sorry, hands man. somebody bought it it was it was sold i can't I'm sorry, I, rob. it's I gone mess it up man i'm sorry you gotta, you, yeah i gotta move on you know it's over <laughs> um, all right so the uh the titans have had a day so far they they started the day 25 million over the cap they're now 4.23 under it they uh they Ooh. whacked uh taylor lawan the offensive wow. lineman, Robert Woods, the running back, and Randy Bullock, the kicker. Bye bye, all three. Wow. See ya. Yeah, yeah. They got rid of Luan. He was a Pro Bowler. Yeah, well, he's hurt. All he's I good know. when he's healthy. He's hurt a lot. Um, but yeah, all three gone. Bye bye. Wow. So, well, yeah. you want to get under the cap? You know, 
you, you, sometimes you got to make business decisions that hurt. I mean, look, look how much it hurt them that they didn't, they weren't able to pony up the money for AJ Brown and they regretted it. You know, right? They didn't want to see AJ leave, but they weren't going to pay him that kind of money. And lo and behold, somebody else did. And they had to sit back and watch him flourish in another for another team. You know, and that player. How many times did that player tell us, "Man, I didn't want to leave there. They just didn't want to pay me." Well, it's, the other thing we know is when you inherit, when you're inherited, it's always dangerous. Because remember, yeah. they have a new GM. They fired their GM after the Eagles game this season. Yes. And the new guy's cleaning house, man. He He's saying, I'm not the one who signed these guys to this deal. So I got to make some moves here. Well, you're right, Rob. Tyler Juan, he he, he was never playing, man. He I mean, hurt all the time. He was they, they had injuries, too, playing. like yeah. serious injuries. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I understand why they let him go. But still, he's still good enough. You know, I'd still take a chance on him. But not at the money they were paying him. That's the big no, thing. Yeah, not, not at the at money they were money. paying him. Yeah, they were paying him first-rounder money. Yes, he was a first-rounder. Yeah. But you got to – you know, you got to – you can't make the club in the tub. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And well, you know, Tone asks, would you would you yeah. look at Robert Woods as your three? Yeah, I mean, I would consider yes. that. Yes. He, he's been hurt a lot too. Um, but, yeah, I would absolutely consider that. He's sure. short-handed. Uh, he still has speed. Uh, he's tough. He's a tough dude. Not the biggest receiver out there, but he's a tough dude. And he won't be dropping grenades like another receiver's uh, name I will not mention at this particular time. <laughs> so he well, would. Be, the thing is, though, could Pascal move into that three spot? But he was a one. He was a one-year deal too, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. Yeah. You bring him back. I. I. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess. I, I, I know he provides on special, although he had a huge missed tackle on the punt return, but he'll play special teams for you. He'll block, you know, uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. something, I guess. Um, I don't know. There, there's a report that uh, from Dan Matthews in Atlanta, uh, he's executive producer of the Chuck Oliver show on 680, the fan in Atlanta that uh, Georgia um, defensive uh, uh Coach Glenn Schumann will speak with the Eagles about their their open DC position. Okay. Glenn Schumann, another college coach. Okay, another college coach. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't know. I'm not familiar. It is. I'm, yeah, not, I'm not very familiar with. He's him. Georgia's so, though. Yeah, he's Georgia's defensive coach. Well, let's just say, look at Georgia's defense over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's been all right. Talk to him. Yeah, yeah you got to talk to him. See what he's bringing to the table. Yeah, Schumann. Yeah. yeah, he he's their co-DC yeah. and inside linebacker coach. That's what his his role is at Georgia. Mm. I got to do a little research now. Yeah, just yeah. throwing the name out there. So I it just, again, it just sounds like they want to hear from a lot of different voices defensively, and and, and maybe different philosophies. And what do you I'll bring to the table? Well, yeah, that's what I, they did. That's what they did to get Nick Sirianni. You know, right. he was like the tenth in line, wasn't he? Wasn't he like tenth coach? They um. Yeah. interview during that yeah. process right mm-hmm. I, I look i'm fine with that by the way you know do your due diligence man. yes yes get to as many as you can get to uh this is a good story guys so peyton hillis if you remember it, it happened not that long after uh damar hamlin so it it, it it didn't maybe didn't get the same pub that that did um but he was at a beach in pensacola florida and there were four people who were in distress in the water maybe potentially drowning and he went in and saved all four. One of them, uh, I believe, was his son. Right. All four got out. He really they they had to airlift him off of the off of the beach 
and and get him to a nearby hospital where he spent days on a respirator. He was he was in pretty bad shape for a little while. Yeah. And um he pulled through and they expect him to make a 100% recovery and out of the hospital and able to kind of get out and do some things. So great sign, man. I mean, that's, that's awesome. That is, that is good news. We got that and, and DeMar Hamlin, man, we got some really good news with these two stories. Right, right, right. You know, he was a good dude. I remember Peyton Hillis when he was playing at, uh, when he was playing um, with, with, with the Browns, man, he was a, Road grader, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was yeah. tough. He was yeah. tough. Yeah, he had some good years for them for sure. I think it was a short-lived career, but he, he right, had, right. He, he maximized career. it when he was playing. When he was playing, he was Darren McFadden's backup at Arkansas. He was the right. fullback for him. He was the fullback. Yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, man, so. how blessed he is to be here because uh, we've seen a couple of stories over the past years of uh, former players jumping in water trying to save family members. I can't remember who it was. I think it was down in Florida. One, he couldn't swim. But he jumped in to save and he Joe Delaney back in the day. Was that Delaney? Was it Delaney? And lost his life trying to save uh, other people. And man, you know, I'm sure uh, Peyton Hillis is is just thanking just thanking his blessings right now, man. Because that's a touch and go situation, dude. Yeah, no doubt. Um, All right, another one. uh, Florida University of Florida's um, co-defensive coordinator. Speaking of Georgia, but this is Florida this time. Mm. Patrick Tony is joining. Uh, Jonathan Gannon and the Cardinals. So he will, uh, he will be jumping in there. He's, he is, uh, he's leaving, uh, for the Arizona Cardinals, uh, one season he was there. Um, uh, but he will be, uh, he will be headed there, uh, a secondary position. He's 32 years old. Another young guy, man. Gannon is getting the young cats. Yeah, this guy's 32. 29 year old DC, a 32 year old. What's his position? This guy's going to be secondary coach, secondary coach. <laughs> Well, that's going to be sink or swim. Start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be sink yeah, or swim. They got to start somewhere, man. They can't always come out, you know, old men and, and start, you know, their coaching careers, man. It's, true. it's, 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 it's you know, just yeah. like this Glenn Schumann. He's only yeah. 32 years old. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I got kids the same age as him. You know what <laughs> I think yeah. there's, I think there's something to be said, though, for having veteran experience uh, to, to, to bend your ear. Somebody who's had a proven track record in the game at this level, you know, if a guy's in his 40s, early 50s, and he's been around and, and been, you know, a coach for 20-something years. Now, I understand coaching staff. I mean, you look at the coaching staff, basically, that Sean McVay had. He, he brought in a bunch of young guys, and it worked for him. Sure did. You know, but, you know, I think there's something to be said for if you could if you, if you could get a Rex Ryan. If you're a young coach and you get a Rex Ryan, uh, even if you're the head coach but you – we're a defensive coordinator. You can bring in a Rex Ryan who can teach you something, show you some things that you might not have known in your own repertoire. Um, I would want that wealth of experience. That's just me, though. Mm-hmm. No, well said. Well said. All right. So at, we're sort of revisiting our power rankings, guys. We've gone through some positions and and you know done some other stuff. And we'll continue to do that throughout the offseason. It's just fun to, to kind of look at it. Because you get a different perspective once the season's over, everything's all said and done. Uh, but took t- on we're biting off a big uh, piece of the apple here in this one. Top ten power rankings, team power rankings in the NFL. Wait, wait. I thought NFC. we said NFC. NFC. Man, don't be messing with me like that, man. Mess we'll up my whole a- list. We'll do AFC tomorrow. Sorry, uh, NFC. C. Let me be clear. National Football Conference, not National Football League. Wow. Uh, so we'll do our 10. So, uh, I'll go, I'll go first this time. Uh, we'll give right. you guys a second. All right. Number 10, I'll go 10 through one. Okay. 
Now, some of this is a little bit of projection, just a tiny bit, just sort of based on right. if they if I think they'll get a uh, quarterback or not. But number ten, I'm going to go with the Saints. I still think there's a good okay. defense there. I still think uh, you know Dennis Allen's added some some pieces there in his coaching staff, which I think will help him. So I'm going to take the Saints. Number nine, I take the Commanders. Uh, okay. This could very easily move up quickly, depending on if they get a quarterback. Yep. If they get a quarterback, I would take. I, I especially with Eric Bieniemy being there now, they may actually. I heard they have interest in Greg Lewis too, former Eagle. For what it's worth, he worked with Bieniemy on the Chiefs co- coaching staff. So just throwing that out there. But I'm going to go Commanders right now. But until they, I, I just don't trust Sam Howell if he's the starting quarterback. Yep. All right. Number eight. Green Bay Packers. Now, this is under the assumption that Rodgers rolls, that he is mm-hmm. elsewhere, which mm-hmm. I think he will be. But if he's there, it's different. I move them up, but I have him at eight right now. And this is, again, projecting Rodgers won't be there. Number seven is the Seahawks. I know they had a great year last year. This is, I sort of need to see it again before I totally buy it. All right. So I will go with the Seahawks at seven. Lions get the number six spot. Again, this could move up, but. They won nine games. Jared Goff looked good. They have a really good offense. They need to improve defensively. And if they do improve defensively, they will be better than they were last year. They were nine and eight. Giants at number five. Uh, This is based off of the job that Dable did. I'm assuming they're going to get a couple weapons. And this is assuming that Daniel Jones is back in some capacity, as is Saquon Barkley, with some good receivers on the outside. They have them at five. I put the Vikings at four because they, they hired Brian Flores. I think their defense is going to be better. That offense can score. I know when it comes to crunch time and big games that Kirk Cousins comes up small, but as of right now, I have him at number four. Dallas is three. Now, I have him at three simply because of the talent, but they still have Mike McCarthy. They still have Jerry Jones, and they still have Dak, who turned the ball over a lot. This is assuming Prescott improves his turnover uh, problem. Number two is the 49ers. This is all about the quarterback for me. The defense is there. The coaching's there. The playmakers are there. They're going to have McCaffrey the whole year. 49ers are number two. Eagles are number one. A lot of turnover here. New coordinators. Free agents. They're going to have to get a contract done for Jalen Hurts. This is a big offseason for Howie Roseman. You know, it feels like, man, you can't take any kind of victory lap. Not that they won it, but they came close. But there's no victory lap. you got to get right back on the horse. But I still think the Eagles overall between coaching and talent and the quarterback are the number one ranked team. That's my top ten. Man, uh, Rob, again, you work with somebody long enough, you start thinking like each other. Man, you, I, well, when I get to it, you, wait to see how similar our okay. lists are. All right. In a lot of ways. But, okay. Mr. Brooks, would Brooks, you like to have at it? Hello? You're muted, B. You're muted. I will go with command. I will go with Commanders at number 10. Okay, Washington. Yeah, you know, with the enemy being there, they they have some weapons on the offensive side of the ball, man. And um, the offensive line just sucks. So if they can get a better offensive line with those weapons at wide receiver, and you know, if, you know, the enemy getting those guys to click with their quarterback, and I don't know who that quarterback's gonna be. You know, I was he he's the he's the starter right now, but we'll see. I I, I think they'll be all right. I, then I would go with the Saints. They're a quarterback away, man, from being really good, man. I, I like their offensive line. I like their running back position. Even though we don't know if, if uh, you know, Alvin Kamara will be out. He may be in jail. He just got indicted, didn't he? Uh, he did get indicted. Yeah, yep. so that 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 could be something. 
Then I'll go with, uh, you know, D-Guns Packers at number eight. Uh, and this is saying that, you know, that A-Rod is going to be there. I got him at number eight. Okay. Um, number seven, I'm going to go with the Lions. Mm. They're going to be nibbling at some at some uh, kneecaps coming next year. You know, my boy Dan will get them going. Um, then I'm going to go with Seattle. You got a consistent quarterback again. Defensively, they should be a little better. They got some players. You know, they, they got, you know, a top three cornerback in the rookie that they have now. So, you know, he, he was tied with uh, league in interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'll go five. I mean, uh, yeah, I'll go with number five. Five, I'm going to go with the Giants. I think Dable has a better hold of what he wants. I think they did a hell of a job last year drafting. Their draft picks, you know, the offensive line, you know, have been great, you know, the past two years with, you know, with both tackles being first rounders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they turned the corner. At number um, four, I'll go with the Vikings. They're going to have a better defense because they have a better play caller. I think they'll be more aggressive with their play okay. caller now. I like that. Um, number three, 49ers. Um, you know, it, it won't be Brock Purdy. It'll be, it'll be uh, what's his name? Um, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Trey Lance will be Trey Lance will be the starter. So I think he's going to come into his own. He understands he has to play at a high level because his, his, his days are numbered if he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Number two, I go with Dallas. I hate to do it, but at Dallas, they got the better quarterback. Out of this, um, out of this list of quarterback, of the guys up there, I think that uh, right now he's the third best quarterback in the mm-hmm. NFC. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he, um, I think Jalen has jumped ahead of him, but A. Rod is still that guy in the NFC. He'll okay. still be that guy. Okay. And then number one, I got to go with my birds. The Eagles, are number one. Mm. That's a good list, Barrett. Well thought out. I like it. It'll be, you know, it's almost like yours, you know what I'm saying? It's pushed up a little bit. I think we yeah. switched it two and three. Close, though, in a lot of them. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good. That's good. All right, Gunner. Yeah, it's interesting that my list has four teams uh, with quarterback question marks, but it is what it is. I like Washington at number 10. I wanted to move them up a little bit higher because I, I think they're stronger in certain areas than the other teams I put ahead yes. of them. Yes, with you the know, weapons at all, wide receiver? Yeah. Wide receiver, running back situation, D-line yeah. situation. I put them at number 10 because of the, because of that big question mark. As we sit here today, I still can't believe Sam Howell is Ron Rivera's choice. I think that's just gamesmanship right now to motivate this young man to come out and show him what you're capable of doing. I can't believe they're just going to turn this team over to him. Number nine is the Saints. All the Saints need is a quarterback. Even without Alvin Kamara, if he's indicted, if he serves jail time, suspension time, whatever the case may be, the Saints have enough talent on both sides of the football to do some damage in a very weak division mm-hmm. and a very mediocre conference. Yeah, you know, so they have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. They just need a, a field director. Who that is, we don't know yet. Could be Garoppolo. It could be Derek Carr. We don't know. Number eight is Green Bay. Is it Jordan Love? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers pulls this every year. If Green Bay is serious about trying to win and be relevant again, Aaron Rodgers has to be the quarterback. But you're going to take a lot of heat because you wasted a pick four years ago on a quarterback who's never going to get his chance to shine, as Aaron Rodgers did when he sat on the bench three years behind Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Um, but Green Bay has some good young receivers. They have good defensive. Their front seven is pretty good. The back end, if they can stay healthy, they have they have talent. Even if Adrian Amos doesn't come back, 
they've got three first-round draft picks playing on the back end of that defense of safety in the cornerback positions. The only problem was they can't keep them healthy half the time. Seattle's my number uh, – I'm sorry, the Giants are my number 17. Um, as I said this week earlier this week, Brian Dable navigated the waters with players that weren't his and were a playoff team after taking over a 4-12 and team. Now they're going to start implementing their kind of players on offense and defense with Wink Martindale. I expect him to be right back in the mix of things again. Number six is Seattle. Um, Seattle's got a lot to do to get that defense caught up with the offense. If they do that, they're going to be heck to deal with in the NFC West. Mm -hmm. Number five, uh, pains me to say this, Minnesota. I still think <laughs> I think I think Kirk Cousins, I've said it time and time again, I've been on record saying this. I think Kirk Cousins is a Hall of Fame regular season quarterback, and that's it for him. He has shown nothing more that he can put up gargantuan numbers in a regular season. He chokes in a big game situation. Number four, Detroit. I think Detroit is going to be that team everybody's going to be talking about all season long. They really picked up steam and turned a lot of heads at the halfway point of the season. I think Detroit, if they get a little bit better, not much. With that offensive firepower they displayed last year, if they get a little better, just a little better on defense, Detroit's going to be battling for that division title in the NFC North. Dallas is number three. Barrett said they have the better quarterback. After what I saw from Dak Prescott, I'm not so sure, based on what Dak Prescott <laughs> put on the football field in 2022. Mm -hmm. I don't know where his head was. I don't know what he was thinking. That man threw 15 interceptions in 12 games. That's all I need to know. My franchise quarterback throwing 15 picks in 12 games tells me we got to sit back and reevaluate this situation. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if it was Dak. I don't know if it was McCarthy, whoever, Kellen Moore. Somebody's got to get Dak back on track, and I don't yeah. know if you can. Number two, <laughs> 49ers. I don't care who plays quarterback for the 49ers. That team is a monster on both sides of the football, and they showed it last season. Luck ran out on them when they dropped two quarterbacks in that game against the Eagles, but – I'm just I'm just amazed at how efficient that team was. They won 12 straight playing playing musical chairs at quarterback. That does not happen in the National Football League. Mm -hmm. You always have some type of significant drop off when you go through that many quarterbacks. Didn't happen for the 49ers. Number one, obviously, until further notice, with a team that has a lot of question marks, your Super Bowl running up runner up Philadelphia Eagles. That offense is still going to be potent. The defense, we don't know what it's going to look like in 2023, but the offense is still good enough to cover up whatever deficiencies they might have on the other side of the ball. Yeah, I agree. That's the thing. You're, you're, your offense isn't taking that big a hit. Yeah, if you lost Kelsey, no. something like that. But still, no. I mean, offensively in pretty good shape. Defensively is what you concern yourself with. That's well, let me, sure. let me ask you guys this. Do you think that – do you think that um, at – let me see when they pick. Eagles? Who? No, Dallas. Oh, Dallas picks twenty six. Do you think with the running back situation the way it is, they're going to probably they're probably going to let go of Zeke? Um, What's the cap hit if they do? Uh, I don't know. Well, they're thinking about trading them. I, mean, I heard numerous right. rumors of trading them. And um, you think Dallas will take a, a chance at going at Bijan Robinson? At pick number twenty six, it's not a top five pick like they had with Zeke with number four. Right, but it's still a first round pick, and he is first round talent. In fact, I, I I'd heard rumors that, you know, he'd be a great pick at number thirty for the Eagles. You know, it's a first round. I, I I yeah, I don't think they would do that. But uh, well, what about the Eagles? You think I don't Eagles think the Eagles would? I I don't think the Eagles would for sure. Uh, 
Would Dallas do that? Man, it's a good question. I don't know. Dallas does unconventional stuff. Dallas, Dallas, like the Eagles, have over 20 free agents. They got a lot of holes to fill. Yeah. Well, uh, Tone just said Zeke is a, a $11.8 million cap it if they uh that's a big oh, hit they just come big yeah, hit, that's bro. a tremendous hit but if they trade them i mean maybe they get some yeah worth they'll get trade some cap relief yeah yeah um i, I don't, don't think Dallas anybody taking them off him off anybody's hand off of dallas's hands his production's mm. down he's i don't know uh. mm. not, not for the money he's making i mean yeah. he would go somewhere else they'd have to redo his contract i don't think he'll do it for the money he's making this zeke still serves a purpose you know, he's not the feature back he once was, but there's a team out there that would look at him and say, you know what, like a LeGarrette Blunt, we could bring him right. in mm-hmm. um, and he could compliment the young guys that we have here, but he's going to have to be willing to take a hit financially. And it's up to Zeke whether or not he wants to take that hit and if it's the right team fit for him in terms of a possible playoff contender. Now, if he doesn't have any say so in where he goes, then that's that's hey you know what thank you but here's where your next home is you got to go yeah. we need we need we need the draft picks and everything else to get back to where we need to be so you know I think Zeke I think Zeke provides stability he doesn't fumble a lot he's a power back you don't bring him down he's good at, he's still good in short yardage yeah. situation he just doesn't have that second gear anymore like he used to have mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I hear it yeah, the, uh, chat, the chat doesn't want the chat doesn't want Bijan. I'm surprised. I don't want to draft a running back in the first round, personally. Okay, yeah. I don't. Um, but yeah, I think we'll we know. To me, I think we need to go defense. You know, both I picks. Do. I agree. Yeah, both picks. I want ten and thirty, both to be defense. Yeah, uh, some yeah. combination of the line and maybe a corner. Maybe they're not taking a they're not taking a linebacker. Uh, I would say line line and corner. It just depends on how many edge rushers you lose. I, it's I think it's very likely they go interior defensive line again for the second straight year. Good day. You think they go a corner or safety first? I say corner first. Okay. Yeah, it's a high probability they trade ten. They I, trade I'm 10. thinking the same thing. Get more yeah. bang for their buck. Yeah, how he moves know. out, he gets he gets some middle the maybe another second, maybe you move down from thirty into the second, or you get some in between picks because they have the fir- first three. What did I say? Four picks in the top ninety, whatever this. Top ninety four. Yeah, so you go, you go two ones, a two, and a three, and then you then you don't pick till the seventh round. I could see, and they're going to get uh, compensation picks too for the free agents they lose. Mm-hmm. That's the, exactly. So they'll they'll fill the gaps in rounds four, five, and six yeah. somewhere. Yeah. So absolutely, they'll have it. They should have at least nine picks in the draft. They have six right now. I'd be shocked if they don't have at least nine. Yeah. Same. All right, we're going to take a timeout. We're going to come back uh, with some some stories about the uh, NBA, uh, college basketball. Uh, Kyle Schwarber chimes in on the Phillies uh, song from last year. Uh, we'll do some birthdays. We'll do some movies. And we'll put a bow on this bad boy. He's Derek Gunn. He's Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. We are right back.
Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi, I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech we offer three major services, the first one being basement waterproofing, the second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs, and then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. My name is uh, Fran Salerno. I'm a managing director here at DelVal Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget. segment of the show hope everybody's doing well out there we appreciate you hanging with us all right so the uh atlanta hawks fired nate mcmillan now their their season looks like it's headed nowhere so kind of makes sense from that standpoint but it's the timing of it's weird why, why wouldn't you just fire him before the all-star break right right you know it doesn't make sense at all does especially it? You know, if the whole point is you're looking to get a jump on this and, and right. apparently they're hot on quinn snyder's uh trail but I, I don't know if it's it, – it, do you think it was a, a matter of a player was like, you know, you get him, him or me or get him out of here or, you know, we know players hold a lot of weight in that league? It just seems the timing of it is kind of weird to me. Well, you know, a couple of years ago, they were the talk of the uh, talk of the league, a young team, um, you know, that was on the way up. And look, look at what they did against the 76ers and all that good stuff. Um, and, and maybe Nate's message and way of doing things finally wore itself out. Um, right now, they're the eighth seed in, in the East. You can get a Quinn Snyder in there. Who knows? He might be the next Rob Thompson down the stretch for him, mm-hmm. you know, and can turn that thing around. I don't think they're going to supplant, you know, Boston, Milwaukee, or Philly for the top three seeds, mm-hmm. but you can move up, get these guys playing the way they're supposed to play, and be that thorn in somebody's side again in the playoffs. Um, it's always a tricky situation when you make a change like that in terms of will it be beneficial or will it be a hindrance the rest of the way? But Quinn Snyder is well-respected around the league. Um, and if and if he's that good of a coach, he would be the fir- perfect fit to turn that team around. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's if it's going to be Quinn Snyder or anybody from the outside, it'll probably be next year. You know, I, I would mm. guess they're just trying to get a jump on 
beating everybody else to the punch uh, there. Right. I just know he, he, we talked about Seth and his, you know, and his ability to coach and how the younger generation might not be receptive for him. I don't know. You know, maybe, maybe he could do it, but I think Millen's, he's, he's, he's that kind of that same cut from that same ilk. Yeah. And, and because of that, that's why these players are revolting against them right now. Yeah. And he, and, and Tone points out that he and Trey Young had words earlier. You remember, uh, Trey Young disappeared for a game. <laughs> yep. So who knows? Um, all right. This one, this is a very twisted story. Uh, troubling. Uh, Brandon Miller, who is a, a one of, if not the best players in college basketball for Alabama, who has a legitimate shot in, in basketball to win the national championship, by the way. Um, apparently there was a shooting, uh, I guess it was in January that he was somewhat involved in his teammate, uh, texted him and said, Hey, bring me my gun. Brandon Miller brought the player, the gun. And unfortunately that gun was used in a murder of a young lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's really, it, it's troubling on a lot of levels. Um, and his name's Brandon Miller. He hasn't been charged with anything. Um, you know, officials right now are just saying, hey, we, we can't charge him. All, all he did was bring the gun. We can't control what's, what happened after that. But his, his former teammate, Darius Miles, uh, got the gun, and there was a fatal shooting of a young lady, a 23-year-old young lady in Tuscaloosa right, out, right off of campus. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So Miles and Michael Lynn Davis, his, his accomplice, uh, face capital murder charges for, for, for Harris's death, who was shot to death and killed on January 15th. Uh, investigators wrote in a court document that Miles, uh, who's been taken off the team, as I mentioned, admitted to, prov- to providing the gun used in the fatal shooting. But Davis fired the weapon. So these two, like the two, Davis and the, uh, and, and the other guy, uh, the two Davises are pointing fingers. They're not related, are pointing fingers at one another. Basically, <laughs> Miles and Davis are pointing fingers at one another. But not at, but not at Miller. Not at Miller. Uh, I mean, if it's ever deemed that, Miller knew what they were going to do, then he's an accessory to murder. Agreed. But, you know, when I looked at his stats earlier, he's still playing. So, obviously, he's he's clear right now. I yeah. mean, he could basically say, hey, look, man, I didn't know what he wanted it for. Okay. Yep. And maybe he, maybe he didn't. Yeah. You know. Um, it occurred – the shooting occurred on the – they call it the Strip. It's a, it's a, di- a business district ooh. of bars and restaurants that caters to students near the campus. Harris, this is the woman who was – sadly killed was sitting in a passenger seat of a car when she was struck by a bullet. Mm. Uh, you know, so she was not the intended target. Apparently not. Mm. That's a shame. Apparently there was some guys being disrespectful, trying to, they were trying to talk to to her. Yeah. Wait a minute. Can you pull a gun for that? Yeah. Well, you know, the guys in the car, like, you know, what you talking about, man? You know, I mean, talking crazy. Yeah. Both parties started blasting, and she was uh, a. People got hit also, but her 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 um her was um, was fatal. Yeah, awful. let me let me let me let me ask let me ask it again. What is wrong with our society? I mean, seriously, we don't value life. I, I mean, we're, no. we're dealing with it no. where we near where we're at. Uh, Temple University, uh, a Temple University police officer was uh, was killed. Saturday night, uh, essentially executed. He, there was a carjacking going on. He rolled oh, up goodness. on it and uh, 
one of the carjackers shot and killed him. Not only shot and killed him, stood over him and shot him three more times. Uh, th this punk, allegedly. Um, they, you know, they got the guy and uh, he's in custody. But this dude was a 31-year-old father of four. Come on, man. man. Yeah, and he's on. gone and his life's over. So, I mean, I don't even know what to say anymore with this stuff. It's 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 incredible. It's, it's sad. It's commonplace in our society. It is commonplace. You're right, Derek. Yeah. Never, you know what? Never had to worry about that. Never had to worry about stuff like this when we were kids coming up. No. Right. Incidents we would just fight. Isolated. Yeah. Yeah, you'd fist fight. You'd yeah. fist fight. And incidents, yeah. incidents were isolated. This is like everyday news now yeah. across our country, man. Yep. Yeah. Bro, it's, it's it's terrible that you can't go out and get an ass kicking. These kids are scared to get an ass kicking. All right. They want to grab a gun and shoot somebody. Yeah, you know, I, I got my butt I kicked. Mean to do, I didn't mean to yeah. do it. Yes, you did. Yeah. You didn't right. think you yes, you did. And an innocent young woman's life is taken because you talk somebody's talking to a girl. Really? Yeah. You right. pull a gun for something like that? Bro, I mean Oh my goodness. I get beat up. All right, I live to see another day. All right, I got a black eye. So what? Yeah, you know your bride's I mean? bruised. That's about it. Yeah, man. Yep. I mean, not talking about living, man. It, Oh, I, I don't know, man. I know. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. It's sad. It's sad. Um, That's why I keep my butt out of home, at home, man. I don't go. I don't go a lot of places I used to go. You know. Yeah. I don't. Number one, I don't need to be there. I know. And, and number two, you know, I'm not gonna live my life where everywhere, no matter where you go now, uh, mini mart, mall, grocery store, movie theater, you gotta be looking over your shoulders. Yeah. I mean, you look can, at you all the be, You could be in school. You could be in a church. Yeah, you man. Matter. You could be anywhere. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yep, that's a, it is. That's uh, a shame, man. It's, it's frightening. It's, it's it's just gut wrenching. Yeah, it is. Yep, it is. There's no question about that. Um, all right. On a brighter note, let uh, on this date was perhaps the greatest upset in the history of sports. Uh, this was the day in 1980, 43 years ago, that USA beat Russia, uh, which led Ooh. to them winning a gold medal. That wasn't the gold medal round, but yep. it led to them winning a gold medal. But uh, you know, did they, they beat Sweden them. for the gold medal? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they ended up uh, beating Russia four to three in what was they were the, the the biggest underdogs in the history, you know, of the of Olympic hockey, and they beat with, with a bunch of college kids, beat you know some grown men Russians, and it was uh, incredible, and it, it you know fostered the uh, spurred the movie Miracle uh, and and on and on and on, but one of the all time upsets. That's pretty cool. Forty three years ago today, great movie to watch too. Great movie, great movie. Kurt Russell is awesome yeah. as. Uh, as the coach, as Herb Brooks, he's incredible. I, I can still remember watching that. It, 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 that's when hockey caught this country by storm. Mm -hmm. um, you know, hockey was not that big of a draw back then, and I can remember everybody had to keep watching because it was United States against the hated Russian players. And the thing was, Russia would send grown men playing against a bunch of boys. You know, they were paid like military, like military dudes that were playing. Right. You know, and they were just so dominant for so many years in hockey. In the, on the Olympic platform and the world platform, and these young, these young untested kids stood up to him and, and beat him, and I'll never forget. Even more so than the end result was Al Michaels shocking. Can you believe? Do you believe in miracles? Do you believe in miracles, man? It's, yeah. Dude, I still get chills when I hear that. I'm yes, bro. Watching the movie, man. I wouldn't even. I never watched a hockey game in my life, but I watched that show. And I wanted to get some ice skates. <laughs> I know. And and you, the, the crazy thing is, you knew what happened. And as you're watching the the game on the, in the movie, like on right. you're like, oh my god, man! It was like it was like you had no idea what was happening. Right. Oh, it was so great, man! It really was. It was and so every great. time you watch it, you watch it the same way. Like, oh, what's gonna happen now? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Are they gonna win? 
that's when you know it's a good movie too. When you're right, like right, 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 right. Yeah, so pretty cool. Um, all right, uh, birthdays. Uh, first president of the United States, George Washington, uh, born on this day in 1732, uh, way back when. Okay, Derek? Right. Yeah, just right. adjusting. Just uh, adjusting my old bones. My favorite player as a kid, bar none, uh, Julius the Dr. Irving. There you uh, go. He was born on this day in 1973. He was my guy, man. I, I'm telling you, of all the sports, of all the athletes, and we had a lot of good teams when I was a kid here. Doc was the guy for me. He was the guy. So he is uh, 73 years old, Dr. J. Um, Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, that is uh, uh, sadly passed. Blimey. Was, yeah, blimey. He was born this day in 1962. Look at me. Well, you don't see no brothers doing what Steve Irwin did. <laughs> yeah. right now. Bro, he died from getting getting his, his lung punctured by a, a damn stingray. Yeah. You ain't seen no bro. brothers doing that shit. We don't do that stuff, bro. I, I don't bro, I catch stingrays all the time. Yeah, but you're above the water it. surface. Right, bro. When it gets up, when that gets up close enough that I can see it, I just cut the line. See, I just cut, I have I, I I was actually I caught one right outside of um of, of, of um what do you call it? Um um where my boat is mm-hmm. in Wildwood. Yeah. It had to have been about five feet wide. Damn. I, I pulled it up and it starts and I can see the water. Rising, it was, I'm like, oh no, I didn't nah. even get to my leader. I cut it, and my leader was five foot long. I see, let see, him go. <laughs> you watch the Discovery Channel, Outdoor Life Channel, and you saw these dudes out in the wilderness messing with elk and moose and stuff, right? I mean, how about the dude? I hate to say this, but what about the dude that was, um, the story was the dude was living among grizzly bears in Alaska and one ate him. Remember that story came out not too long ago, right? <laughs> let me tell you right. something. You don't see you ain't gonna see no brothers out there doing that mess, man. We don't do that. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't fooling around with that, man. Trust oh, me, man. On, you man. wouldn't see me anywhere. Near that. Right, 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 right. Rattlesnake hunt. No, thank you. Like the lady with the snake. Nah, bro. The lady with the um the gorillas. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Oh, well, how about God. the dude that's all over uh YouTube right now? He he catches all of these like uh different uh uh scorpions, spiders, uh different type of bees. And he puts him on his arm to let him sting him to see. And he's laying there flopping like a fish. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, like, dude, what's going this on? dude's got millions of followers, man. Now I'm sitting there laughing and I can't I can't stop watching him because it's fascinating. But I'm oh, thinking, man. how stupid can you be? You're yeah. gonna let a a, a a Japanese hornet, which is two inches long, <laughs> sit on your arm and sting you. And then there's sometimes he has to have a guy stand by because and give him certain antidote, uh, antibiotics and antidotes because some of the stuff that he let sting him are poisonous. Yeah, why? What are we doing here? Right, like, what, right, what, right. What's the point of uh, this? What's wrong with your people, man? <laughs> <laughs> if that's a brother, look, man, we, oh. we got nets on us. We ain't doing that mess, man. Yeah, man. That's it. I'm with you. Trust me. Uh, Drew Barrymore, Barrymore is 48 years old today. Um, Rajon Rondo. Is 37 years old today. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. Kyle McLaughlin, the actor, is 64 yep. today. Uh, James Blunt, the singer, 49 today. Um, the That's actor, cool Thomas name. Jane. Blunt. Huh? That's a cool name, Blunt. Thomas Blunt. Yeah, that's cool. Or James Blunt. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Jane is 54 today. The Khalil Punisher. Mack. Yeah, The Punisher. Right? Yeah, he was The Punisher. Yeah. He was in a mist. I like the better than the movie The Mist. He's Remember in a lot of good. He's a yeah. good actor. Um, Oversized insects came out of the mist and tore everybody up. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. The miss. Yep. Sounds like what we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> Khalil Mack is 32 today. We'll see where he ends up next year. Yep. Um, Robert Young, the actor, was a father who knows best. Father who knows best. Yep. Yeah, 1907, he was born. And Marcus uh, Welby, MD. Remember that? That's, that's right. That's right. Uh, VJ Singh, the golfer, is 60 today. Yep. Sparky Anderson, the uh, the great manager for the Big Red Machine and won one with the Tigers, too, was born on this day in 1934. Um, one of the great managers in baseball. And that's all I got. What do you guys have? Mm. She's got Jerry Ryan. She's 55. She was an actress on Star Trek Voyager. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, um, who else we got? Uh, uh, Michael Rubin. Oh, former Sixers Yeah, I, I need I need to figure out where he's having his birthday party. Yeah, today. man, that dude does not skimp. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, Ted Kennedy, John Kennedy's brother. That's okay. right. Passed away. Um, Dahani Jones. Yep. One of former teammates. The fashionable one. Yeah, with the bow ties. He turns 45. Mm-hmm. The Grave Digger, my boy. Yeah. Former uh, guy played against me in Kansas. Then I played with him in Green Bay, Gilbert Brown. Oh, man. Yeah. Turns 52. Um, let me see. Nikki Lauder from F1 Racing. One of the best drivers for Ferrari and, uh, and um, McLaren. Oh, you're he the Austrian the Formula yeah. One. Yep. Yep. He won um, titles in 75, 77, 84. Um, yeah, remember he was with James Hunt in that movie Rush? Yep. Okay. Great movie, great movie, too. But, yeah, Nicky Lauder's great friend. Um, Robert Wadlow, yep. the world's tallest man. He was 8 foot 11 inches, bro. Oh, my God. The dude right, wore right. a size 37 AA shoe. I like that. He died at the age <laughs> of 22. He had a pituitary issue. And it was producing too much HGH. And they believed at the age of 22 that he had not stopped growing. Damn. Right. Dang, that's crazy. I, I think yeah. I think uh, Andre the Giant had that same. Maybe yep. not. The yeah, same quick, pituitary. Yeah, yeah same, same thing. thing. Same yep. thing. Uh, did, you, did you guys say James Hong? Dude, no. he's funny. That, he's a great actor. That guy's that, been the Asian guy time. from, yeah. from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. Yep. Funny dude, man. Yeah. Funny dude. Wayne's World um, 2. He's been yep. a lot of stuff, that guy. He's good. Oh, uh, former Eagle Daryl Worley, he's twenty eight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Remember yeah. he fell asleep um, in the in the in the um, in the Miller Street on Broad Street, yeah. right there by the Novacare Center. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. He was drunk yeah. and he fell asleep right there. My, he got man, cut the night. Yeah, that night. Yeah, got caught. Got cut the next day. Yep. And then the world renowned. Now he had the most famous daughters in the world, but the lawyer Robert Kardashian. Oh yes, defended OJ. He was part of the dream OJ, team. Yeah, right. Yep. So Robert Kardashian. So that's mine today. Okay. Uh, Derek, uh, you, you got, got a, a, Lodi, a young lady named Lodi Jung. She's 42. She was in Gods of Egypt, the hitman's bodyguard. She's a really good actress, uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation. Uh, then you have Ethan Wayne, who's from 61 years old, from The Bold and the Beautiful. Sir John Mills, the father of actress Haley Mills and Juliet Mills. Uh, also, Michael Chang uh, was the was the youngest male player in Grand Slam history to win a major title. He won the French Open in 1989 at the age of 17. He yeah, he, he had a nice little run. He's yeah. 51 today. Can you believe that? 51. No. Yeah, right. Uh, you got Paul Dooley, great actor. He's 95 years old. He was in 16 Candles, Slapshot, yeah. uh, stuff like that. His last film, dude's 95. His last film was in 2020, a movie called Selfie Dad. I never saw it. But. <laughs> Good for him, man. Uh, Josh Hellman. Played in X-Men, Days of Future Past. He's 38. 
Uh, let's see here. Chris Dudley that played 16 seasons in the NBA at 57. Yep, center. Dick Van Arsdale. I usually love the Van Arsdale twins. Mm-hmm. Dick Van Arsdale, 79. Herb Sendick, former uh, college coach. He's at Santa Clara right now. Herb Sendick yeah, at 59. NC State back in the day. Yep. Yeah. Lisa Fernandez, one of the greatest college softball players of all time, four-time All-American, three-time Olympian. Mm-hmm. She's 51 now. Former NBA player Charles Abanyu. Remember him out of yeah. UCLA? Yeah, He's Charles and Ed. Seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chet Walker, former NBA great, mm-hmm. 82. Former NFL tight end Mark Chamora, 53. Chewy, Chewy. Yep. And the president of the Yankees, Randy Levine, Levine, 67 mm-hmm. years old. All right. All right. Uh, not much movie-wise, and that's good because we're up against it, but How to Train Your Dragon, 2019, John Carter. Queen of the Damned. Yeah, it's, it's kind of not great. It's Dark like, Sky. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. brutal. Brutal. Yeah, not great. All right, uh, so we have E.J. Smith tomorrow uh, from the Inquirer. So yep. He will join us. We'll talk some birds with E.J. We're looking forward to that. I want to thank our, our guy, Tone. Appreciate the Tone. Good Big time, T. Great work out of Tone. All of you in the chat section, awesome job. Thanks for hanging out with us. We do appreciate it as Tone always. said we need Tone said we need mental evaluation, dude. <laughs> I told him off top of the show, man. You ain't been no, part of the show like that. arguing that, Derek, but yeah, it's unfortunately. Um, all right. So thanks to everybody viewing, everybody streaming, uh, and uh, don't go anywhere. You got three hours with Dan Siller for the National Football Show. So everybody, have a great rest of your Wednesday. See you guys tomorrow at the same time. We are Sports Take. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.